Andrea Loveland. Yeah, welcome. Hello. hello, welcome to the podcast. Thank you. How's everything you. with you? I'm good. Yeah, a bit stressed out. Got all my exams in three weeks now and everything else. But um, yeah, yeah, I get I'm you. Good. Yeah. Are you a good student? You know, I think so in times, but it depends yeah. on my mood, my everyday mood. I understand. Yeah, I'm a procrastinator. Ah, so, you're yeah. one of those. Yeah, yeah one me of too. Those. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we have something in common. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm. Have you heard that? Like, I don't know whether it's a law or it's like a rule. It's like the amount of time it takes to get anything done is yeah. the deadline. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so if you have like a year to do something, yeah. like that's how long it'll take. But that's, if you had three months to do the same yeah. thing, that's how long it'll take. That's how. That's how it is. Yeah. 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 Do you set deadlines for yourself? <sighs> No, I'm pretty bad at that, but I'm trying like, you know, when New Year's comes and you're like trying to make your resolutions and stuff, mm. I'm trying to be more deadline-ish, ah, but um, no, so you're, you're already focusing on resolutions for yeah. 2023. Yeah, because I fucked up all my resolutions for 2022. Everybody yeah. did. <laughs> I'm still fat. Yeah. So it didn't work out for me at all. <laughs> What resolutions did you fuck up for 2022? No, I was like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna sleep like at this time, and I'm gonna wake up at this time. I'm not like that at all. And the comedy is the work, isn't helping. You it doesn't know? help at all. Not at all. No, no, no. How are you supposed to get to bed early when you're having so much fun on stage and you just want to yeah. hang out afterwards? And then you start drinking, and then one becomes two and three, and then you wake up at one, and you're like, oh fuck, I gotta yeah. study or yeah, work out or do. I don't, I don't really know if there's a way around that. I don't think it is. It's tough because yeah. maybe you're going on stage at quarter to 10. Yeah. And it's like, okay, I, I had a great night. Yeah. I went on stage pretty late. Yeah. And now afterwards, I'm going to hang out mm -hmm. with the comedians. Mm -hmm. We're going to talk about what happened. Yeah. You want a beer? Can I buy you yeah. a beer? I buy you a beer. Then you're like, oh, let's yeah. get another one. And you have the bongs. Yeah. So you got to use them, you know, for you, your beer. You have to use yeah. them. I think it's always so funny when I hear the word bongs. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because you think of the... <laughs> exactly. Yeah. You know, when I was a teenager in Australia, we just smoked a lot of bongs. Yeah. You know, and so now when everybody goes, you want a bong? I'm just yeah. like flashbacks, getting <laughs> stoned before school. Yeah, hit me, pack me up, bro. Yeah. Yeah, but it's like the thing with being a comedian is that like it does kind of throw your schedule off for being able to do regular during the day yeah. Yeah, it does yeah but like i'm I, i'm uh, trying to do both i want to have a day job or a routine in the day mm. also mm. but also i want to be a rock star so i don't know how to combine the two yeah i don't know how to combine them either no. but maybe if your day during the day could start mm -hmm. at like 11 yeah right yeah that's is, is good is that possible yeah most of the time yeah i could some days of the week but like i have to get up at nine and i have to no at eight and go to school at nine and yeah yeah so yeah no that's hard yeah what else did you fuck up in 2022 i got a long list of things yeah. i fucked up too yeah. by the way so. I, I had the classics you know i wanted to change my sleeping routine i wanted to start trade uh, working out more mm. i wanted to watch less like i'm addicted to being always having sound around me ah. always like even when i'm falling asleep i need to listen to the podcast i need to have something what yeah do you, what do you think that's about i don't know like looking at my family maybe i have four brothers i got a loud uh, speaking father and mother. <laughs> <laughs> yeah i didn't know i i know you have a loud speaking father but i didn't know you had four brothers yeah so when you were growing up there was just 
constantly sounds and talking and stuff going on yeah, in the house. Yeah, and I'm a very social person. I like to be uh, around people all the time. If yeah. I'm alone for more than two hours, I get really stressed out. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oh, wow. I'm a little bit like that as well. Yeah. Like, I, I'll fall asleep. When, when I was a kid, my mom used to read to me. Yeah. You know what I mean? And that's how I would fall asleep. Yeah. Often, she, yeah. I get, read another one, read another mm-hmm. one, read another one. <laughs> Start drifting off. So now I fall yeah. asleep listening to podcasts or, right? or music and yeah. stuff like that. But I think it's kind of a problem. I think so too. Yeah. Because I never get that space to just like be alone with my thoughts. Mm. And when I am, I, I my head goes like this. Mm. And I go dark places, you know. Oh, really? Yeah, I go to like death. Wow. Yeah. You go to death. Is that like uh, some kind of just natural progression of you'll be start thinking about school, my day, and then we're all gonna die. We're all die. Do you think you're what? Do you think you're gonna die, or do you think about like uh, what if there's what if Putin nukes the Ukraine, and then America retaliates, and then there's a global apocalypse? Yeah, no, I'm not too worried about that. I'm more worried about my heart stopping in my sleep or me having cancer in my middle toe oh yeah yeah i'm yeah, like yeah, a yeah. bit of a hype uh, how, what do you say hypochondriac. Yeah, hypochondriac yeah wow so you worry about your own mortality yeah holy I'm shit so afraid of dying yeah really mm-hmm. huh yeah that's uh i think that's a uh, you don't need to be worried about that no no because you you're definitely gonna die yeah i know yeah yeah, yeah. it's gonna happen <laughs> yeah. one, one, one nobody gets out alive no. So what's the point of worrying about it? I know. And mm. that's what I'm telling myself as well. Mm. But then it just keeps going there. Yeah. Yeah. I think you got to work on that. I have to. I've and I, I, I am. Yeah. yeah. What are you doing to work on it? No, I talked to a therapist. Yeah. Yeah. About uh, my like struggles to, to go, uh, to not being able to uh, just accept that I'm going to die. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And how to work around it and what I what I should focus on instead and different yeah. exercises and stuff. And yeah. and also I don't let it like affect my life. I love my life. That's why I'm so afraid of dying. Ah. Uh, yeah. So I, I just continue doing everything that I'm supposed to do and that I want to do and yeah. just enjoy life. Trying to. Yeah. yeah. I'm 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 I don't want to die, but yeah. I'm not afraid of dying. No. No, because I've come to the realization. Yeah. I just accept that every day could be my last day. It is. Yeah. And if you have a look at like newspaper stories, it's just filled with 20 year old girl died in head on collision in E18 tunnel. Yeah. Stuff like that. And I just can't let myself get bogged down with that. But but saying that I do everything I can within my power to not die. Yeah. And I'm constantly vigilant about things that I should be doing to stay healthy and live a good life. But I, uh, you know, I've also accepted death. And I think a lot of that has to do with my ayahuasca experiences as well. Yeah. Yeah. Where I took, you know, like I had this like psychedelic drug in the middle yeah, of the okay, Amazon. Okay, and, yeah. and then in, in, in like the ayahuasca experience, you mm-hmm. have to, you basically have to die like in your mind oh. to get the full benefits of the experience. Where do I sign up for? Sign up. Yeah. <laughs> the, 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 I, go to the Amazon, go to the Peru. I went yeah. to this place called the temple of the way of life. Okay. Yeah. Sounds great. It's amazing. Yeah. It was amazing. Yeah. And it was a 12 day retreat Yeah. and you do seven ayahuasca ceremonies. 
Really? Yeah, and it's there with like facilitators yeah. and with shamans, and then they sing to you and they take you on a guided psychedelic adventure. Yeah, where you end up crossing over into the spirit world. You know, you simulate yeah. your own death, like different people simulate it in different oh, that's ways. Crazy. It's crazy. Yeah, it's really crazy. Yeah, and then you know when you get through that, which is very difficult. Yeah. Um, I think it gives you a a better perspective on life and you get like all of this wisdom and life yeah. lessons and things like that. Yeah. But uh, they do these kind of psychedelic therapies for people who are terminally ill with cancer, okay. people who are, you know, suffering yeah. from some kind of disease that's going to end their life quicker yeah. than expected just to help them cope with it. Yeah. Just to help them cope with the idea of death. Yeah. Because uh, it's an unnatural thought to have, like you can't really imagine your own death. I feel like. Yeah. Or at, at least when I was young, I, I had this vision that when I die, everything's black, but I can still feel and think. Yeah. And that's hell, you know? Yeah. If you're just locked in. Yeah. Especially you... if you're a hippocondor yeah. as well. Like yeah. I'm still going to be, I'm going to be die. I'm, no, I'm going to be dead. Yeah. But I'm still going to think about, oh, my leg hurts. It's probably a blue problem. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's going to be a... Yeah. Oh, shit. Terrible. Man, you know, lately I'm starting to think about reincarnation a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Because out of all of the theories about what happens when you die, yeah. the reincarnation one seems like it might have some validity to yeah. it. Yeah. Like either the reincarnation version where you incorporate karma yeah. into your decision making process yeah. and then you either come back as, you know, like something good mm -hmm. or something on a, a lower on the scale. Yeah. Or the one where you die and then you relive your life over yeah. and over and over again until you get it perfect. Like that movie on Netflix. Have you seen that? No. It's like, yeah, this guy who marries his uh, girlfriend and then he just keeps on doing it every day. And some shit happens and he fucks up. Ah, yeah, okay. Yeah. That sounds like a cool movie. Yeah. yeah. But, but what, what, what would you be if you think that your karma was good? Yeah. What is the most, what do you want to come back as? A hot chick. A hot chick. With an OnlyFans account. <laughs> okay. Where I'm just Perfect. taking photos of my feet for yeah. like t 10 minutes a day and just okay. making bank. Yeah. What would you do if you were a girl? If I, a, yeah, for a day. If I was a girl for a day? Yeah. Honestly, yeah, I'd probably want to have sex. Yeah, I think so. With someone you knew, like yeah. one of your mates. Yeah, with my buddy. With, with <laughs> one of the comedians. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> with Espen Abrahamson. <laughs> Just feel like what that's like. <laughs> I don't know, but I think that would probably be a big one. Yeah. I mean, I don't. What, what else do I want to do? Like, no, I don't know. I don't know. I feel like that's the common. Probably like, yeah. I mean, I'd probably want to experience what it's like to just get fucking slammed by some fucking athlete huge guy yeah <laughs> just some hockey player yeah. what would you do if you were a man no I'd probably do the same right you know? yeah <laughs> yeah I, I, th I think so i mean i don't know i mean i'm sure there's a lot of other experiences that women yeah. go through yeah of course and same for you guys as well yeah but i mean yeah. i don't think i'd want to have birth like i don't think i'd want to like have a baby or something no no that'd be dope though you could be the only guy in the world who has given birth yeah yeah, yeah. i could try that yeah but i think it's kind of painful i think it's yeah I don't, so much pain yeah like when you talk to women about like having a good sexual experience yeah. that's a really positive experience but yeah. when you talk about like pushing some 
four kilo head oh out days. of your body. You're like, ah, yeah. nah. I'm dreading the day. Check, please. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Did you, you said you had four brothers. Yeah. Is it just five of you in the family then? Kids? Uh, five kids, uh, like my siblings yeah. were five. Yeah, 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 okay. And then uh, I have two nephews now. Yeah. Yeah. But so that's nice. Does that make you want to have a big family? Yeah. Oh, 100%. shit. Yeah. Really? I want four or five kids. You want four or five <laughs> kids? Yeah. Wow. But like, I'm. I'm on a clock, you know, but I will. I will always imagine myself adopting two or three, mm. then having one by myself, uh, not by myself, hopefully, but like yeah. naturally. Yeah. And then um, just to see how it is to have the bump and you know, yeah, going through what every woman has been going through for centuries. Yeah. And um, and maybe if I have the resources, I would take in a foster kid. Yeah. Like, yeah, is maybe it... a bit older. Yeah. Okay. So like a kid that has been placed in a foster yeah. home because his home environment yeah. isn't great or something. Yeah. That seems like a lot of work though. Yeah, it does. Yeah. Why do you want to take in a foster kid? I don't know. I just feel like there's so many people or kids in the world that don't have a great, uh, you know, established home or mm. so why not help them instead of pushing it out even more? Yeah. You know? Yeah. And also because it looks painful as fuck. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't want to wreck my body no yeah yeah shit yeah i think that's a i think that sounds like a really nice thing to do yeah yeah like you're really trying to help somebody who needs a good yeah. home to go to yeah shit okay how old are you now uh i just turned 24 happy birthday thank you yeah yeah how did you celebrate i celebrated uh i had breakfast with my roommates then i went to coffee with my dad and my brothers then i went to school then i went to dinner and then i came home and all my friends were there surprising me really yeah. you had a surprise party yeah it was really nice oh that's nice yeah, yeah that's great yeah Shit. and you didn't suspect it at all yeah i did you, you knew <laughs> i did have a have a clue yeah ah. but i was like i don't know who i don't know when i don't know i just had a yeah, because some of them were like, oh, maybe we'll see you. And I was like, okay. Ah, <laughs> uh, okay. I feel like if you're trying to trick somebody into having yeah. a surprise party, you need to have like a real good excuse. Yeah. If you're going, you, you got to be like, oh, fuck, I've got a, my mom's in town. Or, yeah. hey, maybe I can, we can do something on Saturday. Yeah. We can do something next yeah. week. But it's, it's, it's can, like, it takes a bit of convincing, especially if they're close with you. And it you does. Go, yeah. No. I know. Yeah, I know you. I, know. <laughs> I, I see you. Yeah, I see you, you sneaky bitch. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Yeah. Are you, have you been performing a lot lately? I think you have. Yeah, I have. Uh, I had a week off because of my exams, and I'm gonna have that this week as well because yeah, I have three exams coming up in the next three weeks. And when I do comedy, I feel like that's always priority number one, even though I know that I have my exams or something, but. Because the response is so, you know, just there and here and now. Mm. Um, but yeah, I've been performing yeah. quite some, yeah. So you prioritize comedy in front of your school? Yeah, un unfortunately. No, I, I think that's the move. <laughs> yeah, you think so? I think so. Yeah. I think you have to. Yeah. Could you imagine if you said, oh, no, I can't perform at Nia because I have an exam coming yeah, up? Yeah, no. Like, what are you doing? No. Like, what? Yeah. How do you, you can't sacrifice no. that. But before, like in the very beginning, my nerves were so bad. Mm. Like I would cry three days before my show. Really? Yeah, yeah. It would be so bad. Wow. But now it's calmed down so much. So I feel like I have have time to do 
both what you know what made it calm down just doing it more okay yeah so the experience yeah but did you have nerves be this is a really interesting topic i think yeah. because a lot of people experience performance anxiety yeah but this is my question to you when you were nervous or when you had anxiety mm -hmm. in advance did you experience that anxiety when you were on stage performing no it just mm. went away once the first laugh came yeah it just went away yeah. and then i'm ha having the best time yes yeah so don't you think anxiety is this experience that people have about something that is coming up yeah but it's not it's like a kind of trick that you play on yourself yeah because i've experienced anxiety about an event that's coming up yeah and then when i'm doing the event okay this is fine yeah you know it always works out and that's like the life lesson i feel like you yeah. take each time yeah. you do it and it's successful mm. or maybe if it doesn't even go that well you still did it and yeah. nothing bad happened after yeah exactly i used to experience a lot of anxiety before i do a jiu-jitsu tournament yeah so like we'd have uh you know i'd have probably three fights scheduled and i was so fucking anxious like yeah. weeks in advance as soon as i sent in the application okay i'm signing yeah. up that's when the anxiety started to happen yeah but then when i was actually competing even if i was getting my ass kicked yeah. which happens a lot <laughs> then i was like oh this is fine yeah. i'm not getting hurt no uh, this is i lost yeah okay big deal you lost you got 10 minutes until the next fight yeah okay just deal with it yeah and that's the same with comedy i feel like what's the worst that can happen yeah if it if you bomb okay yeah no one laughed yeah you move on yeah you yeah. know yeah you have to but i always feel that like like with the anxiety of having things that are about to happen you make them so much worse in your yeah. mind 100 and you build it up to this like negative potential experience yeah. and then when you get there and it's a positive experience yeah. you're like why did i do that yeah. why did i play that trick yeah. on myself it's weird because we're just punishing ourselves before we even get to where we're going. Yeah. And yeah. My kind of solution with dealing with anxiety is just because I have two big experiences in my mm -hmm. life that I can compare to. One of them is jujitsu, yeah. which is relatively violent. Yeah. And then I also have doing stand-up comedy, yeah. which is... You know, also pretty wild. It, it is. It can be like. It can be. Or it feels at least very exposed. Yeah. You know what I mean. I'm the guy with the microphone. I've got all the lights on me. You're super exposed. Very, very, yeah. very vulnerable in both yeah. of those situations. But when I'm doing them, I don't have time to think about anything else except what I'm doing in that exact moment. Yeah. So when I'm doing jujitsu, I'm just focusing on what I have to do. And when I'm yeah. doing comedy, I'm just focusing on the jokes. Yeah. So then that made me kind of think that like to deal with any kind of potential anxiety that I have about something coming up, don't focus on it. Just focus on what you're doing now. Yeah. So like that whole living in the now thing yeah. has so much merit when it comes to dealing with my own personal anxiety. Yeah. Oh, there's a third thing actually doing the podcast. Yeah. When I'm doing the podcast, I'm very dialed into what I'm doing in the exact mm -hmm. moment. I'm mm -hmm. listening to every word that the guest says. And I'm not thinking about anything coming up in the future. No. And by eliminating that future think, like putting myself in a time that hasn't even happened, yeah. there's no room for anxiety. But that's also when I feel like you're doing something that you're supposed to do. Mm. When you get into that flow kind of uh, yeah situation where you, you don't think about anything else. You're just in the now. Mm. 
And I feel like also it helps sitting in a room like this. Everything else is shut out. Yeah. Also now I'm super focused on every word you're saying. Yeah. I don't think I've ever been this into a conversation ever. Yeah. I'm trying not to fuck up. <laughs> yeah. Well, it helps as well because, yeah. you know, we've got the headphones yeah. and we're really dialed in. Yeah. Yeah. So I think that's kind of like my strategy for dealing with anxiety. And yeah. even if I'm not in an environment like this, which is super designed for focus, mm -hmm. I try to just stay focused on what I'm doing. So yeah. if I'm like, okay, oh, I'm thinking about something in the future, I'll just like, okay, you know what? I'm just going to try to write comedy or yeah. I'm going to try to watch a TV show, turn my phone off and just focus on the comedy show. Yeah. Oh, on the TV show, whatever it is. I feel like that's also something that you can do uh, when you go through some feelings or emotions you don't really want to deal with or it's too hard. You can also ask the anxiety to come back at another time. Like, okay, I, I feel that you're coming up. Mm. Can we talk in the morning? Because yep. I don't have time right now. And just addressing it loud huh. makes you more focused oh, that's a yeah. good strategy yeah. you ask the anxiety if it can come back later yeah like i i, I uh, yeah i recognize that you're here yeah but i'm not gonna deal with it right now mm. yeah dude i wonder if it helps as well like with writing yeah you know what i mean like if you're anxious about something because i i keep a a, a, a journal yeah and i also write before I go to bed, yeah. I, I write points down. I don't like write about my day, but Not I just like their journal, dear diary. <laughs> today I went to no. no, I don't, I don't do that. But I'll just write things that I'm thinking about. Yeah. So whatever it is, I'll just like in bullet point form. I'll just make yeah. a list, and then I feel like I can go to bed and I've already addressed those issues. Like, I think that's a great way to do it. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. It works for me at least. Yeah, my yeah. therapist uh, says that that is a good thing to do. Really? Yeah. Huh. Shit, maybe so, I should be a therapist. Yeah, maybe you should. You have a lot of good, <laughs> good points here. Yeah, I, I, I just, I just know what works for me. Yeah, and that's good. Yeah, but at the end of the day, what has definitely helped is just doing things and seeing that yeah. it's been okay. Yeah. And everybody's been on stage, yeah. and everybody's like bombed, and everybody's told jokes of that course. don't work. Yeah. And then it feels so bad for you in mm -hmm. the beginning, mm -hmm. and then usually other comedians come up and go, "Yeah, the crowd was just like that. Or, yeah. You know, it wasn't your best yeah. night. Or try yeah. this, and you go, "Yeah, okay." Yeah. And I feel like that is such a positive aspect about the community because even if you fuck something up, right, mm -hmm. and you know you fucked yeah. it up, they'll come up and make you feel better. Yeah, and I feel like they also know because everyone's been there. Mm. And that's the thing that I, lo I love about comedy as well is that even the best ones can bomb. Of course. And that's the beauty of it because yeah. we, we're all in the same space in that aspect. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, I bombed on Saturday. Did you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. How bad? I bombed like a motherfucker. <laughs> I bombed so hard. Really? Yeah, yeah, Where yeah. Where was this? It was at Vespa. Okay. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I I'll say this though. Yeah. The environment yeah. for performing when I went on stage yeah. was definitely not optimal. Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I think the show started at eight and yeah. I was on stage at quarter to 11 really yeah okay yeah, yeah yeah so by that stage like a lot of people had left yeah and uh there was like an incident with an audience member okay. who kind of like uh, was way too drunk and yeah. who got up on stage and wanted to show his dick oh okay yeah it was one of those it was, it was one of those it was nights. one of those <laughs> it was a wild night okay, and i yeah. had a good time yeah i had a good time yeah and i did a i did a bunch of jokes that i like but i could just tell that everybody was just like okay we're just sitting here because yeah. we, we really want to go now yeah. and so I just I just went through a bunch of shit yeah. and then it was just like yeah I got some laughs and then yeah. most of the time it was just it was just over 
You know what I mean? The night, yeah. the night was just done. You know, you know it when it's done. Yeah, I know yeah. It when it's done. Yeah. But even though it like it went to shit, yeah. I knew that it like if I had have done my set like the first or the second comedian, it would have been like a completely different yeah. experience. Yeah. And you, if you can see that, and you can, you're strong enough to deal with it. And maybe it's totally. better that you do it than yeah. someone else. Yeah, you know? yeah, I pr probably. Yeah, yeah. And I think the universe puts stuff on us. Yeah, uh, that we're. Um, that we're capable of dealing with. I think so too. I, th I think that's a good attitude. But what I realized after I did that set was that I should be a good enough comedian to go on stage in the worst conditions mm -hmm. and still kill. Yeah. And even though that's a hard thing to yeah. ask, you know, people are out, like they're tired, they're leaving. The yeah. audience literally went from 40 people to like five. Yeah. You know what I mean? It was yeah. like one of those experiences. Mm -hmm. But I should be good enough to rise to the occasion against all odds and just kill for those five or six yeah. people or whatever it is. Yeah, I understand what you mean. And, yeah. and I think that's a good goal to have. Yeah. Yeah, because if you can do that, you know you're top tier. Exactly. Yeah. And so what I was thinking at when I was there, I was thinking, if I'm doing shows like this, where I know it's going to drag on late into a Saturday night, maybe I should try and see whether I can get into the first half. Yeah. And then I started thinking... No, that's a bitch way of thinking mm -hmm. about it. You should try to go in on at the worst, worst. conditions and see whether you can kill. Yeah. Because you can kill in a room full of 45 people yeah. that are onto their drink too. Like, of course. That's no problem. Yeah. But can you kill when like 80% of the crowd have left? They've had a negative yeah. experience and they're just like down and not into it. Yeah. That's what I want to be able yeah. to do. Yeah. That's a good, uh, yeah, I, I like that. Right? Yeah, it's a good attitude. It's a good attitude yeah. because then you know. Then you know you made it. Then you know. Yeah. Then you know. Like if you could yeah. succeed in that environment, yeah. like when all the conditions are right, easy, mm -hmm. easy, easy, yeah. easy, easy, easy. Yeah. Hmm. But you performed, I saw you, I dropped by Nyo on Saturday night after yeah. the show. Mm -hmm. How was that show? <laughs> that show was uh, good. Yeah. yeah. was a bit, uh, not my best show, mm. I don't feel like. Uh, the crowd, I'm not blaming the crowd because nah. I think my energy were too low mm. going in. And I was a bit nervous because, you know, I don't know, some of my favorite comedians were watching and that always makes me nervous. Yeah. 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 Who was watching? Like Henrik Flatset. Uh, uh, yeah. Yeah. He's, yeah. he's the funniest. I yeah, think. yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. I, bo I bombed in front of him. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's good to hear. Yeah, 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 yeah. But you didn't bomb. You no, I didn't bomb. No, but uh, yeah, yeah. It was a good show. Mm. Yeah, it's a good crowd there, right? Yeah, was it packed? It's a good, yeah, it was totally sold out. Oh yeah. wow! Was it upstairs? Upstairs. Yeah, that's and a good that's room. That's a nice room. Mm. Yeah, it's long and it's cozy, and you have a good feeling in there. Yeah, it yeah. feels like the laughter gets trapped in the room, yeah. and there's just nowhere for it to go. Yeah. Like the room <laughs> yeah. just shakes with laughter. Yeah yeah okay so that was good yeah and then we had uh but when we met i was a bit drunk yeah yeah that's normal. So i can't really remember our conversation no i uh, it was uh but i remember meeting you yeah I, yeah. yeah 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 it was pretty late i think it was like one o'clock yeah yeah so um did you do friday and saturday or just saturday yeah. i did friday but i did friday oh yeah 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 yeah, yeah, then yeah, I had yeah. the club on saturday nice yeah yeah that's good that was very much fun. Yeah. yeah. I think I think Nyo might be the best place to perform at a certain level, you know. Like the f I mean yeah. I'm sure Lutter is awesome as well, but yeah. I haven't been there so I, no, I can't me, I, I me can't com compare that experience, but 
the crowds at Nya, they're just fucking like yeah. really into it. I love Nya as well. Yeah. I think they've done something unique with mm. their space. Mm. So much going on, so much good positive energy. Yeah. But also, you know, I feel like I have to be also a bit of a fan of Josefine. Uh, and, yeah, uh, of course. And, and I love those stages as well. But yeah. it's a different kind of experience. Yeah. It, it is different. And one of the things that I like about Nier as well is it's very close to my house. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? So even if I'm not doing anything, yeah. I can just go down to Nier and then I can always like find someone to hang out with. Yeah. Like they're almost always, every day of yeah. the week. Yeah. And that's so what's so fun about it as well is starting to be like a hangout spot as well for mm. comedians and yeah, yeah. other friends and yeah yeah. Now you you mentioned like RDK and Josephine yeah. uh because your dad is Yoni. Yes. Yeah. Okay. That's my bless blessing in life. <laughs> <laughs> what was it like having him as a dad? <laughs> you know, it's been great. Really, he's yeah, yeah. Uh, he's an amazing uh, person. Yeah. He has a huge heart, mm. and he's uh, an amazing dad. He's been there so so closely mm. every step of the way and uh, really someone i can talk to about anything yeah and uh, he's like one of my close friends as well it's a great relationship yeah that's good do yeah. you do you feel like you can discuss comedy with him whenever you want and talk about jokes and sets and things like that uh to assert yeah yeah of course i can i can always talk to him about comedy and everything but uh you know, the writing aspect of it mm. can be a bit tricky between us sometimes because he's, you know, a bit older than me. Yeah. Yeah, he's 71 now, <laughs> 70, right? 70. Yeah. 70, yeah. And um, we have some, we have different styles and we have different aspects and, you know. Mm. But uh, yeah, he's he, he's amazing. He's an amazing comedian, I think. Yeah. He always makes me laugh, even though I've seen his stuff. Yeah. 340 times. Yeah. 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 I I don't know your dad that well. No. But I did the RDK course. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I did it. Me too. Yeah. Did you? Of course. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You it to. was horrible. Was <laughs> it? No. <laughs> Shut it was, up, dad. <laughs> it was amazing. But I, I told uh, him that I don't want us to... I don't want you to talk to me as your daughter. We're yep. going to pretend that we don't know each other. Yeah. And uh, he went all out. He was like, instead of just talking to me like I was a normal one of everyone, and he was coming up to me and he was like, oh, sorry, I didn't get your name. My name is uh, Johnny. What's your name? And I was like, oh, nice to meet you. And Joachim was standing there like, oh, my days. What are these two doing? It's <laughs> a family drama yeah. playing out. So that was interesting, yeah. But yeah. then uh, after my first Nykommerkveld uh, yeah. at Josefinus, he came with flowers mm. to only me. Mm. And he took my arm and he was like, Andrea, du blir en på en øl, And I was like, guys, I need to tell you something before this gave really me to uh, up in here. <laughs> <laughs> so then it came out and yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, okay. Yeah, well, that's cool. Um, I, I, I really, and I think everybody has this experience. I, I really loved your dad. Yeah, that's nice. Yeah, to hear. I, I really yeah. had a really good experience. Yeah. Um, with, uh, with the course. Yeah. And I thought that like it, I just felt like I was around somebody that really loved comedy. Yeah. And really loved what he was doing. Yeah. And and really wanted people to do good, you know. Yeah. And he hosted the first time that I performed comedy. Yeah. Uh, yeah. At Josephinas. Yeah. And he did such a good job. And the crowd was so fucking into it. Oh, and and he, nice. he killed it. And yeah. then like he, I think what 
he did was he created this environment for the first time where you just felt like this was something that you wanted to do. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And it was just such a positive experience to do for the first time. That's nice. So when I left that night, I, uh, you know, obviously it was packed and I had my friends and yeah. everybody, it was a full house, like a hundred and something people. That's also, it's a good night. Yeah. The new comedy creator, the first yeah. one, you go on stage and you feel like a rock star. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, then reality hits. Yeah. The second one was brutal. <laughs> yeah. because we'd it's all, so different. It was so different because we'd already invited everybody yeah. to the first one. And then the second one, the only put I invited like another 10. Yeah. Like, first of all, all 10 of my like close circle friends or 12 of them or whatever, they came the first night. Yeah. And they came to support. Yeah. The then, inner circle. Yeah. The inner circle. <laughs> and then the second night, it was just like, fuck it was just my mom yeah yeah so we went from a hundred people in the first night to yeah. maybe like 20 people in the yeah. second night and then i was like oh shit yeah 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 this is the journey this is how it is yeah this is how it is yeah yeah so uh that was a and they they say that in the course as well you know the first night it's going to be amazing yeah. and then the second night you know probably like you've used up all your friends yeah. and then the third night and the fourth night and then the fifth night it's a re reality shock yeah yeah and it definitely was it is yeah, yeah. it was and in the, but I feel like you just have to keep going, and then eventually you come to the hill where it's up again, and then yeah, you know, yeah, it starts being more frequent. Yeah, yeah. So now I'm at the point where I'm like, I don't know. I think I'm, I think I'm up to like maybe a hundred shows this year. Yeah, something like That's that. That's amazing. Yeah, it's good. Yeah, a lot of that was like. The, yeah, you did the tour. Yeah, we did yeah. the tour. So we smashed out like twenty something. Yeah, shows I saw then. you smashed every yeah. every show. Every show. Yeah. Bam! Show, show, yeah. show. New night, new town. New night, new town. New night, new town. And that actually, because I guess the pandemic lasted until like yeah. February or March. So there wasn't really shit happening then. Yeah. There was a fuck. It was like, okay, fuck it. So then we organized the tour and then like, I, we did a bunch of shows between March and then the tour. Yeah. Like I was doing two, three shows a week, whatever I could get my hands yeah. on. And then after the tour, it was just like, okay, some nights are good. Some nights aren't good. Some nights are good. Some nights are whatever. Yeah. Just ride that wave. Yeah. And then since then, it's been like, you know, relatively smooth sailing. Yeah, that's perfect. And yeah. that's when you know that everything you do makes you progresses you. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. And especially being able to perform night after night after night after yeah. night with the same set, tweaking, adding tags. Better. You can't. Yeah. I mean, I couldn't imagine like a better experience for progressing in the art form than just constantly performing yeah. the same set more or less mm -hmm. every single night in a different town yeah so like oh shit it, it worked in bergen it worked in trondheim mm -hmm. it worked in christian it's like oh shit okay yeah. we're getting there we're that's getting that so good yeah and the audiences were so diverse as well that's cool yeah so you know you'd be looking out and all, maybe the average age might have been like 21 and then the next night it's like 40 yeah and then it's you know it's all white norwegians yeah. oh, okay half the crowd is black yeah. So it was good to kind of test the material against yeah. different types of people. Because then you know that it's bulletproof. Exactly. When you've gone through so many different audiences and personality yeah. types. Yeah. Yeah. And that's what I love, actually. Yeah. You know, like we're kind of, we're developing a show at the moment. Yeah. Smackdown? Uh, no, another one. Another one. Yeah. It's a comedy TV show. Okay. Yeah. Dope. Yeah, it's dope. Yeah. I'll, t I'll talk to you about it yeah. afterwards because maybe we can get you involved. <laughs> yeah, for, it's you, I think you'll love it. Yeah? Yeah, for sure. I, Sounds I, nice. It's, it's really cool. Fun. Yeah, yeah, we're going to shoot the pilot in uh, a couple of weeks, actually. Cool. Yeah, so uh, we haven't got any funding or anything for it yet. It's just like this is what we want to do. Yeah. 
let's make it work get a bunch of comedians make some fun yeah. kind of like love a, that yeah right yeah you're just going for it i'm just going for yeah, it yeah why not why not we can die tomorrow fuck it <laughs> we're gonna die tomorrow what do you want to do but, but you know that dying tomorrow aspect yeah. of life it's like let's just say you did die tomorrow yeah like what did you do the day before let's say you died in a year yeah. like what are you gonna do in that year and i if, know right you're probably gonna do shit that you love yeah and even if you know you're not gonna die in a year but if you think like my my, my time in life is extremely yeah. limited mm -hmm. what do i love doing yeah what do i fucking want to do and then yeah. if you focus your energy towards that mm -hmm. i think I think you're going to succeed. Yeah. You're going to be happy because yeah. you're working towards something that you love. Yeah. And you're just going off your heart and your exactly. desires. Yeah, exactly. Because I think the worst thing that can happen in life is you get to a point where you didn't take the shot. Yeah. Imagine if like, uh, say, for example, you were like, you know, in your 40s or 50s or 60s and yeah. you go, oh, you know what? I had all the conditions for succeeding in comedy, but I never took the shot. Yeah. I got crippled by anxiety mm -hmm. or I got crippled by fear mm -hmm. and I never took the shot. What if? What if? Imagine if fucking like somebody. Yeah. Imagine if your dad did that. Yeah. If it like now he'd never done comedy, never yeah. built up IDK, never performed hundreds no. of times, never launched thousands of comedians yeah. into the fucking universe. <laughs> and he goes, I could have done that. Mm -hmm. Have you heard the idea that the biggest fear in your life is meeting the version of yourself who fulfilled their potential oh really yeah never heard that yeah, yeah that yeah. was beautiful isn't it can and you that... write that down for me after <laughs> yeah. <the> <laughs> 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 yeah i think i saw it on a meme so i'll, I'll, I'll just send you i'll screenshot yeah, it and send it to you. yeah but it makes sense yeah because you have so much potential yeah. in life to do what you want and if you met the version of yourself that didn't have the fear, that went for mm -hmm. the thing that they loved the most, and yeah. you stood there and you're like, oh, shit. Imagine if you die, you get yeah. shown like what you could have done. And yeah. you're just there going, oh, fuck. I yeah. chose something which was my second choice. Mm -hmm. But if I had have chosen my first choice, this is how it would have turned yeah. out. Right? Would that be terrible to watch and see like oh something God. that was completely different yeah. In, uh, yeah imagine if you never did comedy yeah. right and then you like had that experience and then you go what what could i have done oh mm -hmm. by the way you would have killed in comedy yeah. you would have had comedy <laughs> specials you would have done like yeah. movies you would have done like yeah. crushing at lotted yeah. you you're like oh damn yeah. yeah why didn't i do that why didn't yeah. you do that but the good news is, is that you're not dead and no, you're, not, dead. you're not going to meet that parallel version of yourself no. because you can become that parallel yeah. version. Like and now you can do it. I'm going to walk out the studio and I'm going to do exactly that. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And and that's the perspective that I have when it came to like, what do I want to do? Yeah. What do you want to do? Okay. I'm doing comedy. I love that. Yeah. I'm doing jujitsu. I love that. I yeah. take photos. I make videos. I love doing that. So everything you do now, you're in love with doing. Yeah. Yeah. Basically. Yeah. yeah. But, 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 but what else is there? Well, what, what else, else do you want to do? Well, I, I would love to make like a comedy sketch show. Yeah. You know, and I saw like Kashtan and uh, Muhammad yeah. did it with Dora. Yeah. And I know that there's a few other comedians that yeah. have got things in the pipeline mm -hmm. that are going to get announced pretty mm -hmm. soon. And I go, fuck, yeah. that's what I want to do. Yeah. But do you want to do comedy on television? Is that like more of the aspect you want to move into rather than only on stage? No, no. no. I always want to perform stand up on stage. Yeah. But always. you want to do both? Yeah, I want to yeah. do both. I want to. I'm we're designing a comedy show now yeah. that can hopefully be shown on TV on or TV. on the internet. Yeah. Because what I've like, you know, come to realize as well is that when you're performing stand up, mm -hmm. it's just this finite experience that lasts yeah. for the duration of your set. Yeah. 
Yeah. Okay, so let's say you're doing 15 minutes, mm -hmm. okay, in front of 80 people, whatever it is. That experience is just right then and there. Yeah. And it only exists in that time. Yeah. Cool. Amazing. You yeah. love it. All the positive things about that. Mm -hmm. But what if you did something else that also lived online forever? Yeah. That was a, just a different version of this thing called comedy. Yeah. That's what I want to do. Yeah. Mm. Sounds good. Yeah. And I feel like a lot of people succeed in that. And some people go either or, mm. but you can do both. I think you have to do both. Yeah. I mean, you don't have to, but I, for me, I want to do yeah. both. Because I'd, I'd never want to give up comedy. No. Stand up, I mean. I don't think I want to do anything like televised. Nothing? No. Really? Yeah. You don't want to like do anything on camera? Not really. Huh. I, I, I don't really like being in front of ca uh, camera. Yeah. But like, I love the stage thing. Mm, yeah, me too. I love yeah. it. Yeah. No, for me, I want to do both. I have time in my day. Yeah. You know what I mean? I have the energy. I have the motivation. I have yeah. the skill set. Like yeah. I've been working with cameras yeah. and videos for fucking 15 years. Yeah. So for me, like the big thing in life is combining things that you love. Yeah. So like, oh, I can combine humor mm -hmm. with videos. What does that look like? Yeah. Yeah. So that's. Uh, and that's something that people have done, you know a hundred times exactly. but you can all always make it your own and be innovative and be creative and and put your own ring to it totally yeah yeah just be yourself in it and that's something we've never seen you know yeah exactly yeah. and one of the things that i've also come to realize is that the only person that can do andrea loveland mm -hmm. is andrea loveland yeah you know what i mean so like if you're like if you, if you get people that love your style of comedy, mm -hmm. nobody else can do that. No. Only you. Yeah. So if you apply that to something else, only mm -hmm. you can give it the yeah. Andrea Loveland spin. Yeah. Because, yeah. and you know, you can compare it to, uh, you know, you can have different types of characters in comedy, I feel like. Mm. That does different types of gestures or have this type of humor. Or, but you will never be as someone else, even though you're the same type on stage. Yeah. No. So that's unique. Yeah, I think yeah. so. Yeah. So I'm I'm pretty excited about that. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's it motivates me. Yeah. You know, when and when you're motivated, isn't it? Yeah. It's that's really the good. Best. Yeah. Cause uh, I would hate to just be stuck doing things that I wasn't in love with. Yeah. You know. Yeah, I, that's my worst nightmare as well. Yeah. Ending up in like an office job or doing something that I can't stand doing. Mm. Yeah. I but, think I would be unhappy as hell yeah of course yeah of course you would because you know what you're capable of yeah yeah oh. yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> getting a bit touched but you know i get inspired by people that i know yeah that are doing things yeah and like marius torkelsen he's amazing isn't he yeah what a great example yeah because i think it was maybe at the beginning of this year he made a post on facebook saying i'm going to quit my job mm -hmm. and i'm gonna focus 100 percent on comedy mm. and you know i had him on the podcast and yeah. we talked about the process and all and that look sort at of him stuff. now look at him now yeah killing it killing it yeah, yeah. did you see fuckboy i haven't seen it you haven't seen it? No, I haven't. Oh, it's good. It's good. Yeah, it's really I've good. I've heard great things. Yeah, it's amazing. Yeah, yeah. but I'm going to see them on uh, Julelatter. Yeah. I can't wait. Yeah. Yeah, that's... Dude, how many shows are those motherfuckers doing? Oh, my doing? days. That's crazy. I don't think I could. It's... I think it might... It might be like 60 shows. I think there is. In, in, a, yeah. in, a, in a month or yeah. five weeks or something. Yeah, I think it is. Yeah, and they're all sold out. Yeah. Or... Or... 
everything. Or a few tickets left. Yeah. Yeah. And they even expand, I think, from uh, like <laughs> earlier in <laughs> to so like crazy. late December. Yeah, so that's they're right. They're doing more now. shows. Yeah. Damn, what a crazy experience. Yeah, what a crazy, crazy thing to be a part of. Yeah. And yeah. And, and I only, th- I, I don't really know this for sure. Yeah. Right. But I would think that for Marius getting that show might have only been possible if he did what he did and said, I'm focusing full time on comedy. Yeah. Right. Because he'd been hitting it hard since then. And if you're distracted by a Other nine to things. five job, yeah. you probably don't have the energy to yeah. build up to what he's accomplished and mm-hmm. then to get the show. And mm-hmm. so just being able to focus on something that you love yeah. is like an, an, an amazing driving yeah. force towards your success. And I think at some point you have to ask yourself that question. Do you want to continue and pursuing this mm. full time or do we want to do like multiple ti- things at the same time? Yeah. And then you can choose whatever makes you happy, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Or in different forms, like, or formats, like you talk about with TV thing. That's still a comedy, just a different format. Exactly. So that will be like the same yeah. pursuit. It, it is the same pursuit because yeah. there's different varieties of comedy, right? Yeah. So it's like, it's just doing that same kind of skill that you love, mm-hmm. but just in a different way. Yeah. Yeah. Shit, no, I'm, um, I'm, I'm, I'm so happy when I see so many people that are succeeding. Me too. Right? It really, yeah, makes me happy and I want to be there to support and yeah. Yeah. And I feel like that's something that is really positive about the comedy uh, co- community as well is that I feel like there's a lot of backing each other, mm. even though, of course, we're competitors in some, some formats or some ways, but yeah. Yeah. I don't look at us as competitors. No, I don't think we are as either. But no. like, I, you know, for gigs, yeah, we are competitors. Yeah, do in you, that aspect. Do Do you think it's easier for you to get gigs because you're a chick? Yeah. 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 I do. And why is that? I think because we're fewer. Yeah. In the community. Mm. F- uh, yeah, we're fewer women that does stand up, mm. and uh, but now. I feel like so many more women are coming up and they're doing great things and it's so fun to watch mm. also. But yeah, I think uh, a lot of places want to have at least one woman on their lineup. Yeah. Yeah. For some sort of diversion. But I don't necessarily think that I would get booked if they didn't like my stuff. No, exactly. You know, Being just a- because I'm a woman. Yeah. Having tits doesn't mean no. that you're funny. No. Yeah. You got to be like funny too. Yeah. I yeah. feel like it's more the opposite in the aspect of it yeah not that uh, yeah or the common aspect because there's so many mo- more men doing yeah. stand-up why do you think more guys do stand up than women i think men are more go-getters in some way mm. at least in the way of um standing in front of people doing like extreme sports like i feel like stand-up is very extreme your adrenaline is going up and down and you're taking for a spin you know and mm. i feel like men are yeah in general better at doing those things risk taking yeah risk taking yeah i think, I think so. they, that's a few yeah they've done research on that haven't they yeah like men are better at risk i think they just like uh i don't know why i think just... we overthink more as well we go into these more emotional thought process 
uh, than men do. Yeah. Yeah. Dudes are just like, fuck it, yeah. I'm gonna do it. <laughs> yeah. Is it gonna work out? I don't know. <laughs> but you see, like, so many guys doing like fucking crazy shit with yeah. like skateboards and BMX bikes and base jumping. There's yeah. not that many chicks doing no, that shit. It isn't. Yeah, but it doesn't always work out. No, it you know doesn't. what I mean? Like a lot of fucking yeah. wipeouts are happening. Yeah. You know, you've seen like all these dudes. And more, are... more guys die. You know also it's pros and cons to everything isn't there <laughs> yeah there is yeah. I, I follow like a few instagram accounts yeah. where, where it's just like people totally fucking up and like 90 percent of it is dudes yeah you know what i mean like hold my beer kind of shit yeah. let's see if we, and when you're watching it and like you know that it's gonna go wrong yeah you know, and it's the dumbest shit it's the dumbest shit uh <laughs> people are just fucking i yeah. think uh yeah <laughs> You watch it, you're like, this is not going to yeah, go well. No, it's, you know way from the start yeah. and you still continue watching and you love it and you're like, oh. Do you remember they had this challenge? It was like a while ago where they built up all these chairs and it was like somebody standing on the top of a pyramid of chairs or I think it was chairs. Yeah. And then every time it always fell down. Yeah, it always did. And the, <laughs> it must have been like five or six rows of chairs, yeah. like just stacked up. Yeah, and they just stood on it. Yeah, they just stood on it. Just to, That's it. to do it. Yeah, just to do it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why not? Why not? Yeah. <laughs> it's not going to end well. <laughs> no, it's never. But if it doesn't, well, you're yeah. a legend. If you could <laughs> yeah. stand on those chairs, yeah, you're a legend, bro. You're a fucking legend. You're a fucking legend, yeah. dude. <laughs> no, I think um, we need more women in comedy. I think so too. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, a lot of the audience, I mean, I've done shows where it's mostly women in the audience. I think there are more women going to the comedy shows actually because, yeah, there yeah. may be more uh, taking advantage of the cultural, yeah, yeah, scene. Yeah. I mean, I, I look out at crowds sometimes and I'm like, damn, yeah. where are the dudes at? Yeah. Like, it's all chicks here. Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. And you love it or you? No, I, I love it. Yeah. I'm just happy that there's an audience. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm noticing that there's a lot of nurses in the there audience. Is there's a so lot many, of like, so many, like, what do you do? I'm a nurse. There... I'm a nurse. I'm a nurse. Like, holy shit, is the whole hospital yeah. here? Yeah. <laughs> Who's looking fuck? after the sick people? <laughs> oh, yeah. That's true. It's always a nurse in the audience. Yeah. Yeah. Is Friday a mostly female show? Yeah, I, I think so. Mm. Or not like exclusively just women. Yeah. Uh, but I feel like uh, Mette is uh, uh, upset of, altså, yeah. of å, uh, få damer med, da. Yeah. Yeah. She's it, uh, it, um, like in the lineup. Yeah, in the lineup. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I look at the lineup and it's, you know, it's often like maybe yeah. it's four women and one guy. One guy, Something yeah. like that. But that's something that you maybe wouldn't think about if you saw a roster with only guys. Mm. You wouldn't necessarily think like, oh, there's only dudes here. But when you see roster with only women, you're like, only women. Yeah. You notice it yeah. more. Yeah. Even I do it. Yeah. Yeah. And are the crowds mostly women there too? I feel like there's a lot of women in those crowds. Yeah. Yeah. But also dudes. Yeah. But maybe with a, a woman. Yeah. Okay. Like a date night or some friends. Or yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, it's nice. Yeah. It's a good crowd. Always yeah. a good crowd. Yeah, that's yeah. good. How many times have you done that show? Oh, I don't know. Maybe four. Four times? Oh, wow. Three or four? Yeah, yeah. Can't okay. really remember. Yeah. Exactly how many times I've done that one. But yeah. yeah. Nice. So that's, I'm very appreciative of Method. Yeah. Yeah, what she's doing there. Yeah, that's yeah. cool. And she's amazing at being the MC and like, yeah, 
Because she's she had a baby now, right? She had a baby, yeah. Yeah. She's gonna be an amazing mom, I think. Yeah, I've I've yeah. only met her a couple of times, but yeah. she was super awesome. Yeah. Yeah. I, I saw her do a freestyle rap on stage once. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She <laughs> killed the it. one minute. Yeah. Thing. Yeah, yeah. I saw that as well. Yeah. It was it was very cool because uh, it was Yonis and Marius, yeah. and then they were freestyle rapping, and then they did a verse yeah. each, and then. She just jumped yeah. in and like nobody saw that coming yeah. and she killed it. She killed it. Yeah, she killed it. <laughs> that was so much yeah, fun. Yeah, yeah. I filmed the whole thing going, fuck, yeah. this is awesome. <laughs> this was bad. This is what I came for. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. Um, what is your like plans for the future when it comes to your comedy career? Are you trying to like get into Latter? Are you gonna send the tape in for that? What what's your plan? I don't really have uh, a lot of plans mm. yet. Uh, when I started, I just wanted to do it because I've been watching comedy since I was like 15. I've been to two shows a week watching my dad and everyone. And I, yeah, I'm a huge fan of the uh, the art form yeah. that comedy is. Um, but uh, then I felt like I want to try this myself. And that was it. That was the plan, mm. just to try it. And then here I am yeah, <laughs> doing shows every week. Yeah. So... Uh, right now I'm just like focusing on doing at least one show a week and at the same time finishing my bachelor's degree and then maybe I don't know there's so many things I want to do I want to go traveling again I want to do so many more yeah life life things where do you want to go where do you want to go traveling Asia America, Africa. I want to see everything. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. That's cool. Yeah. So I don't know the stand-up thing and the latte thing. It's it's great, but uh, I haven't sent in any tapes. I haven't done those kind of things yet. Yeah. No. It's not on the radar for the immediate future. No, not the immediate future. I want to do more club spots. I want to get better before I eventually maybe send in something yeah yeah but i think traveling sounds like a good idea too yeah you know what i mean like just yeah. doing something for you whilst yeah. you can i mean if you're gonna have five kids yeah you know it's yeah. gonna be get busy it's at gonna, some it's point gonna get busy. <laughs> yeah yeah i spent a lot of time traveling yeah yeah i loved it yeah oh my god hey, you're you you have to have traveled a lot why did you end up in oslo i got a chick pregnant yeah yeah classic classic yeah like 80 percent of australians here yeah. <laughs> yeah. I went to the Australian. I went to the. They had this uh, embassy guy visiting to renew our passports. Yeah. And I go, how many Australians are there in Norway? He goes, oh, we're about about five thousand. Oh really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And in I, Norway or in Oslo? In Norway. Okay. And I just kept thinking, yeah, that's five. That's five. <laughs> yeah. That's five thousand people <laughs> yeah. who ended up hooking up with Norwegians. There's probably yeah. more in Australia yeah. that are from Norway. Yeah. Yeah, I think it goes both ways a lot. I think so too. Yeah. I was in Australia. <laughs> yeah, you lived in Australia. Yeah. How long were you there for? Uh, about a year, like 10 months. Yeah. Yeah. Shit, you must have had fun. I had so much fun. Yeah. yeah. Just it living the life. Just living the life. Just bartending on uh, in a beach club. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Bartending in a beach club in Australia. Yeah. That sounds like fucking a lot of fun. Yeah, it was awesome. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Did you go surfing? I went surfing. Um, I did. We were in Hawaii before we went to Australia. Oh, nice. Yeah. Who'd you go with? With my friend. We just did a tour yeah. of uh, the world. And uh, so I started trying to surf in Hawaii. Mm. And I think we went on like these beginner's beaches where the waves were pretty small. Yeah. So I thought I was amazing. 
I thought I could do this. It. Yeah, because yeah. I snowboard. So I thought, oh, this comes naturally, you uh, know. It doesn't. It doesn't. No. It does not no, come no, naturally. No. It's a completely different <laughs> yeah. skill. Like you would think, oh, I skate, I snowboard, yeah. I can surf. I no, can do this. You can't surf, no. bitch. You gotta, you, <laughs> yeah. you gotta stop you. you gotta stop Oh, you think yeah. you can surf? Yeah. How about we just yeah. dump you wave after wave yeah. after wave? Oh, you got a good. Yeah. Why don't you paddle out again? Yeah, yeah good luck with that. <laughs> yeah, and I didn't know this was so hard. So hard. Yeah. yeah. And uh, so I thought it was great, and then I wanted to impress this guy. Mm. Classic. Classic. Let him see me surfing. Yeah, and I was. Uh, I was like, oh, <laughs> look at me. <laughs> yeah. And um, yeah, I went out with him to like the big waves mm. and uh, I just got flushed right down yeah. into the waves. I My board hit my forehead, got like this huge lump, started bleeding a bit, came up, didn't notice that I was bleeding. And he was like, are you okay? And I was like, yeah, hell yeah. Hell yeah, brother. Let's just go and chase another one. And he was like, maybe we should take a break. Like you're bleeding. Your head is all fucked up. And I was like, Yes great like it was no no not for me <laughs> oh my god yeah. shit so you got smacked in the I head got smacked by the in board. the head but yeah. you're lucky you're lucky that it didn't end up a lot worse than that yeah it could have been so much worse yeah than, uh, people get knocked unconscious by their yeah. surfboards and then they end yeah. up drowning yeah yeah so mine was just embarrassing yeah it was just an embarrassing place to be yeah i continue doing it a bit in australia as well yeah but uh yeah. I've, I've got an embarrassing surfing yeah. story. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Tell check, me. Check this one out. <laughs> so my mom owned a security company yeah. in Australia. Okay. And she said, do you want to be Tony Hawk's personal bodyguard? Oh. And I was like, yeah, I'd love to be <laughs> yeah. Tony Hawk's personal bodyguard. And I, I must have been like 21 or 22 yeah. at the time, something like that. And uh, I go, look, I'm not really a bodyguard, mom. She goes, I know, but you got a security license. And literally all you're doing is picking Tony Hawk up at the hotel, mm -hmm. taking him to the skate park, yeah. hanging out with him in his trailer, and then walking him to the set and then walking back. Yeah. That's it. Do you yeah. want to do it? I was like, hell yeah, I yeah, want to do it. Of course. And first of all, like guarding Tommy, I mean, it's not like I'm like protecting fucking Donald Trump or no, anything. Like no. everybody loves him. Yeah. Everybody yeah. loves him. The most difficult part of the job was just getting him away from fans that yeah. wanted to take photos. And he was awesome with that. And um, anyway, so I'd been hanging out with him for a few days now. And, you know, I, we got on really well. Mm -hmm. And he goes, oh, I've ordered some surfboards. Do you surf? I go, yeah, I surf. <laughs> Hell I, yeah. I, I, I was not a very good <laughs> no. surfer at all. And uh, he said, he was there with another guy and he goes, oh, we only got two surfboards, but we can just swap. I go, yeah, no problem. So then we went out to the beach and then we paddled out and Tony and this other guy had the surfboards and I was just like kind of treading the water for a while. And then like Tony's a fucking amazing surfer, yeah. like obviously, he's yeah. the best skater in history yeah. and like he can surf his ass off. Yeah. And he was just catching barrel after barrel, just killing it. And then he came up to me and he goes, here, take my board. And I was like, all right, cool, thanks. I got like Tony Hawk surfboard. And then I'm paddling out and I'm trying to catch a wave. Yeah. And then I just get smashed. Oh, and no. he goes, oh, yeah, better luck next time. I go, yeah, okay, cool. And then I paddled back out. Yeah. And then I tried to catch another wave, just got smashed. Oh. And I did that like for three or four waves. And then Tony Hawk just knew, oh, this motherfucker can't yeah. surf. And I was just <laughs> standing like just there on my board going, oh, am I going to just keep trying yeah. and failing in front of Tony fucking Hawk? <laughs> for and, how many yeah, hours? How, exactly. And, and I, you know what it's 
it's like pat like just yeah. treading water like yeah. this dude's just there like i'm stumbling through surfing whilst tony hawk is fucking treading water for 10 minutes yeah. <laughs> and then in the end i was just like nah man i was like i think i just i tried one last time yeah. nothing couldn't even stand up just got smashed and then i just gave him the surfboard back i'm just gonna <laughs> chill on the beach bro I'll catch you when you come out. And he just looked at me like, I, okay. I, I gave you my surfboard. Yeah. You can't even surf, yeah. motherfucker. Fuck off. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's funny. Yeah, it, it was funny. But like hanging out with Tony Hawk was amazing. Yeah. Yeah, it was amazing. Yeah. Dude, I'll tell you one more little thing that yeah. Tony Hawk did. Dude. So we were at this skate park, right? And it was mm -hmm. crowded. Like you can't, It was like a bowl. And there must have been like 50 or 100 people there just watching Tony yeah. Hawk. And then he uh, tried to do like a 540 or something or a 720 or something where he jumps out. And yeah. then he he, uh, he was just skating around. Some kid goes, do a 540. And then like he goes, all right. And then he did one and then didn't nail it. And then he did it again and didn't nail it. And he just goes, I'm going to do it. And then he yeah. did it and then nailed it and then pointed at this little kid and goes, that's for you. Oh. And Tony Hawk, he, he cut himself, like he cut his knee or something. He yeah. wiped out and then he got the blood and then he wrote Tony Hawk on the bowl in his own blood oh my days yeah yeah what yeah. a man exactly he <gasps> autographed the fucking skate park what with his blood <laughs> and i just remember thinking he must have been like in his 40s or yeah. something then i go dude you've done everything yeah. like you know you're the first dude to yeah. do this and that and like you're the biggest skater like the world's ever known oh. and you're still so committed to pulling off this mm -hmm. one trick just because one kid said do it oh that's so inspiring isn't it yeah it is it yeah. really is you never gotta you can't stop you can't stop no. you can't stop and you gotta stay like grounded yeah you gotta stay grounded yeah. and just because you could do like a 540 or whatever yeah. the trick is like you know back in the day mm -hmm. you, you're only as good as what you can currently of do of course yeah and like we all are aging yeah yeah <laughs> some faster than others <laughs> yeah mm. yeah but it's like that like i mean you know, like, there's no point saying that, oh, I'm a beast. I'm the best. I'm the beast. If you're not currently active in the thing that you no. said that you're a beast at. No. You know what I mean? Like, I noticed that as well, like, doing jujitsu. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah, cool. I, I did this. I did that. Yeah. Can you still do it now? Yeah. Can you pull it off against somebody else? Mm -hmm. Maybe you can't. Shut the fuck up. Yeah. 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 So I, I think it's like, but that's, that's another thing that I really like about doing comedy is that it's not something that's very dependent on your physical capabilities. No. Like how old's your dad? 70? 70, yeah. Still performing. Still performing. Yeah. So you the don't... most energetic person I know yeah. still. Yeah. Fucking 27 in his head. Yeah, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Do you think he's got ADHD? <laughs> Just keep <Maybe>. on going. <laughs> no, but I think he loves what he does. And that's like the core of it. He loves what he does. Yeah. Yeah. He still loves doing stand-up. Yeah, he loves it. I think we're going to have to drag him off stage when the day comes. Yeah. 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 But, I mean, I don't know where the day ever comes where you can't just, you no. know what I mean? Like, but, I mean, like, maybe when you're nine, 98 and maybe you're, you can't walk. Like, that's when the physical maybe starts. Yeah. Up. yeah. And the energy and, like, you know. Yeah. Yeah, that's it. Mm -hmm. But uh, for a lot of other... Um, passions yeah it ends yeah. way before, before 70 or 80 yeah you know what i mean like if you're like yeah a football player yeah. or something like maybe you're gonna wrap it up at 28 yeah that's weird Isn't you're it? like yeah in pension already yeah but i feel like when i was younger i used to look at 70 as very old mm. but now i'm like 70 it's like the new 50 
Yeah. It doesn't really matter yeah. that much. To this, 70-year-old guys who are fucking jacked. Yeah, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, and you can do what the, whatever you want to do in life yeah. and whenever you want to do it. Yeah, yeah I think so. Especially if it's an artistic pursuit. Like, you yeah. can write books. I mean, do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, I don't think you need to be able to do like uh, no. 10 muscle ups just no, so you no, can write no. a novel. Maybe some muscles in your fingers. Yeah. And even in Vega, you can just do speech to text. Yeah. <laughs> just sitting there Stephen That's Hawking true. style. Yeah. And then the sun rose and the yeah. cowboys pulled their guns. You know, <laughs> you just talk that yeah. book out. Yeah, that's true. Mm. There's a lot of ways around everything now, like or different ways to do stuff. Yeah, and it's only gonna get more and more of that. Yeah. Yeah, I think people are gonna live longer too. I think so too. Like the, uh, I, had, I hope so. Yeah, but don't you think? Yeah. I like, think. isn't like I I know you know the life expectancy of people yeah. now compared to like 200 years ago is so much higher. Yeah. And I know a lot of that has to do with infant mortality. Yeah. Like there were a lot of people that were like dying as babies and shit like that yeah but you know with medicine and stuff people are living longer but i also think that the um with modern medicine and science that people can stay biologically younger like uh, you know like we're, we're like a 70 year old today yeah, compared to course. a 70 year old yeah. 100 years ago yeah. yeah i think that's true you can see that just a few like 100 years back or 50 years back i mm. think it's the same thing you you age slower now yeah. in some ways. Yeah. But at the same time, I feel like um, the kids are getting older faster. They're getting than, smarter. Yeah, than they did yeah. uh, back in the days. Yeah. Even my my time when I was young, I see a lot of difference is, uh, to my like uh, generation or and that one growing up. Because uh, of social media and everything. What are some of the differences that make them grow up faster? I feel like the most uh, eye-catching is uh, when I see uh, a group of girls, for example, yeah. maybe like 16, 17 years old. And uh, you can see like their makeup. Mm. It's so flawless. Yeah. When I was their age... <clears throat> You don't. You just don't want to see that. Look like you put your face in a yeah. cake. Yeah. <laughs> Makeup. Yeah. Like all eyebrows gone. Yeah. Let me just draw them on myself. Yeah. It was horrible. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I definitely think kids are getting smarter because the ability to access information is yeah. just so much. Like it's right there. Yeah. Like, also the woke wokeness of it all. Yeah. I feel like that's coming up big now. It is. Yeah. What's up with the wokeness? What's yeah. happening there? I don't know. I think it's harder right now to be uh, to be a comedian in front of young people mm. than older people. Me too. Yeah, so much harder. I've told jokes in front of older people that are lit you know, Grovovitz it. Yeah. You know what I mean? A little yeah, bit yeah. edgy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then they love it. And then sometimes yeah. I, like the younger people are like, ooh. Yeah. Uh, you get some of those. Like, I've got ah. a few of those lately. Yeah. Are you really? Yeah. And I don't think my stuff is that uh edgy. No. No. What do you do then? Do you tailor what you think you're able to say because of the changing modern audience? No. No. I don't want to do that. No. I wanna do whatever the fuck I wanna say. Yeah. I wanna say that. Yeah. Yeah. But I, I feel like I've gotten a lot of those, oh, oh, she can't say that. Can she say that? Oh, my God. Oh, that's not... Yeah. I, am, I, am I being canceled right now? Yeah. A am I not too young to be canceled? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I, I don't think you're ever too young to get no. canceled now. <laughs> Apparently not. Yeah. I see that in modern films. Yeah. Like things, you know, like TV series mm -hmm. and uh, Disney movies yeah. and Star Wars and shit like that. Like they're totally changing the yeah. narrative of yeah. the story to fit a modern audience yeah 
Do you know what I mean? Like if you're, I haven't seen it, but if you're like telling a story set in like medieval Northern Europe, yeah, where there wasn't like a lot of Asians and there wasn't a lot of like people of diversity mm-hmm. and then like throwing in those characters where it doesn't make historical sense to yeah. please a modern audience, that's a byproduct of wokeism yeah do you know what i mean yeah like if you set something in fucking medieval norway in like the mm-hmm. year 1200 and then you have like a diverse yeah. cast it's like how does that work yeah like, how do you do that like yeah. is that is that like historically accurate mm-hmm. or are you doing that because you know you have to represent a yeah. certain amount of yeah. uh diversity yeah in it's the like people that are watching changing history it okay. is yeah yeah yeah, yeah, or yeah like yeah. trying to maybe make history prettier than what it was exactly you know what i mean yeah exactly yeah like it's i mean this is a pretty stupid example but it's like if you had a movie about like uh, nazi germany and then like the ss soldiers were jewish yeah you know what i mean just so that the more like it wouldn't make sense no. You're like what the fuck are you doing and like history wasn't always it's ugly the re- like, the exa- it's fucking ugly yeah it's so much ugliness and yeah. so much horrible shit that has gone down yeah so why don't just reflect on that and then we can use that to never do it again. Yeah. Yeah, in exactly. In the same way, you yeah. know. So you are right. Like so much of history is just based on like yeah. warring horrible s- stuff. So much fucking yeah. darkness. It's crazy what human I mean we're, we're like uh, basically like biologically identical to people that lived 2000 years ago. I know. And the shit that they could justify and get away with. Yeah. But I guess back then as well, they were just closer to this state of nature yeah. where like yeah. eating and killing and all that sort of stuff yeah, was, was just like more... a part of the routine. It like, was. That's what, what you did. Yeah. And in some aspects, I, I think we're still um, the same. We're still animals, but we're more civilized. We, mm. we have rules. We have to. We're domesticated animals. Yeah. Like if you have a look at a hunter gatherer society. Yeah. You know, they were like out there just murdering food, yeah. like murdering animals. And now we're just like, oh, I'll just go to the supermarket. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just going to buy this beef wrapped yeah. in this nice package. And that's not our reality, you know. You, uh, we haven't experienced it. So we yeah. we know nothing about it. No, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. But I, I constantly like think about what to do when it comes to modern audiences yeah. when I'm performing comedy. Because yeah. I don't really want to fuck up anybody's day. I don't no. want to fuck up anybody's night. You don't want to do that. I don't want to do that. No. But I can't predict all of the things that are going to trigger somebody. No, you, you, you can never do that. No. So you got to just go up and say whatever you want to say, I feel mm. like. And then you're not going to be liked by everyone and you're not going to like everyone that you meet in life. You mm. know, you have to just accept that you're not everyone's cup of tea. Yeah. Uh, but you can still be great yeah. with your audience. And that's like how I look at it. Yeah. I heard from a friend of mine who went to a slam poetry competition yeah. that the audiences don't clap. They really? click. Oh, they do this. They do this because clapping is a microaggression. And it can, oh. yeah. And I was like, how the fuck is doing? Yeah, I love some applause. Yeah, me too. Yeah. <laughs> but in some, like in some, uh, I guess it's like artistic circles or yeah. in some audiences, they have this common agreement that they're not clapping. They just. They do this? Yeah, they click. Or do they do like the one clap? No, they click. There's no clapping. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No clapping. No. Yeah. Maybe that might be to do with like disturbing yeah. somebody's performance or something like that. But they've like collectively decided or maybe the host says, if you like yeah. something, you can click. And he said he was a comedian. Yeah. He said like when he was sitting there watching it, he just couldn't believe that people were clicking. Like no. they wanted to like the naturalist. Like, 
mm-hmm. but it's just now it's clicking. Could you imagine if you're performing and yeah, people are just like, "Yeah, that's what I was gonna ask you. Like, like what the fuck are you guys you doing? <laughs> clap, motherfuckers!" Stop. Yeah, yeah. But I, I mean, I've heard and I kind of agree to this that like stand-up comedy is really like the last line of expression when it comes to communicating yeah. things. Do you know what I mean? The last line. The last line yeah. of defense. Like we've lost movies. Yeah. You've lost TV shows. Yeah. You know what I mean? It might literally be stand-up comedy where people are challenging things, challenging yeah. the narrative, pushing back on, say, for example, like woke culture yeah. or saying things yeah. that m- comedy might be the last line of defense when it comes to risking offense. I agree. Right? Yeah. Because you don't want to, like, say, for example, if Disney are making Star Wars or something, they don't want to risk offending their audience because no, these no. things cost hundreds of millions of dollars. But to do a stand-up show, it's like, okay, you just have this guy that doesn't represent a mm-hmm. big studio. It's just him saying what he thinks. Mm-hmm. And then, okay, next comedian. Yeah, and I feel like if you come to a stand-up uh, comedy show, mm. you kind of have to know what you're getting yourself into. You can't be super, uh, you know, easily offended yeah because you're you're walking into a room where a guy or a woman is talking her truth or his truth and telling yeah we're making everything is trauma it's like it's dark stuff often Mm. that we turn into something funny because we need to deal yeah deal with something or yeah we have to have an outlet for something Mm. and yeah oh yeah. No, you reminded me of something. Yeah. Yeah, you reminded me of something. I saw this meme, and mm-hmm. it was somebody uh, lying on a sofa in their therapist's oh, yeah, office. You, didn't you post that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I posted it. <laughs> I saw that. And it was like the therapist said, "Tell me about your trauma." Yeah. And then the patient says, "Oh, you mean that thing that makes me fucking hilarious?" Yeah. <laughs> and it's true. It's like true. so much comedy and so much desire for yeah. people to tell jokes and yeah. perform comedy is somehow based on some kind of trauma yeah or something that was uncomfortable it doesn't have to be trauma but i feel like it always almost roots in something that you're uncomfortable with or something that happens that is abnormal or something that you yeah yeah there's some some darkness in definitely in it i think one of the reasons that like i eventually gravitated towards comedy Mm -hmm. was because when i was younger i was bullied a lot and i was picked on a lot and i experienced like a lot of uh, abuse and things like that and then i had a lot of feelings of like i'm not good enough and you know my dad told me that like i wasn't good at anything and all that kind of shit Mm -hmm. and then i had this like um desire throughout my entire life to like prove to myself and to prove to other people that i am good at things i I can get good at stuff Mm -hmm. i do want people to look at me and say no you are good to get that validation like i would say that like inside of me there is a hole that I have to fill up with yeah. other people's approval. Yeah. Right? That's my trauma. Yeah. That's what I'm searching for subconsciously when I'm performing comedy. But don't you think that every uh and that's horrible to hear, but it's it's so real. Yeah. And, and thank you for sharing. <laughs> <laughs> no problem. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I feel like every every person, like it's just in our humanity to to uh, wanna get acceptance from our fellow humans exactly in different formats or in different aspects of life but we need confirmation from other people yeah to know that we're doing something right yeah and i think that's so important also growing up that you have that all the way mm. so that you don't have the need to 
need more of it yeah. than you a normal yeah and th and that's why that meme spoke to me so yeah. much and a yeah. lot of i know it speaks to like a lot of other comedians mm -hmm. that have just discussed this kind of topic yeah. with uh because um like if you have a look at like a, a happy childhood mm -hmm. right a really loving supportive childhood yeah where you don't experience a lot of trauma you're not picked on your parents are both like really supportive of you yeah. and you know they stay together the parents are like you know yeah. constant if the parents aren't fighting and they're not taking it out on you and yeah. you don't experience trauma at school and all yeah. that sort of stuff let's just say you have like a very happy childhood mm -hmm. Maybe a lot of people that experience that go through life and they don't need that external validation because it yeah. there's no hole no. created in them at a younger age that can never get filled. No, you know, there's no approval yeah, hole in, of the, course. in their heart. But I think at some point or in some aspect or in some percentage, you still need some confirmation from other people like that you're doing your uh, a good job or you're uh, a nice person to be around like confirmation can come in different forms even friendships like if you have a lot of friends you know that you might be a good a fun person to hang out with or mm. if it, you know it yep. doesn't have to be like you're great at your job like talking straight to your face but mm. it, yeah comes in different forms and ways yeah of expression did did you did you experience like any kind of like trauma that made you want to get into comedy or did you have like a relatively happy childhood and you just got into it because it was the family business or something that you wanted to do because you saw your dad doing it or yeah uh, i didn't have a lot of traumas i had a pretty good uh, childhood mm. a lot of love around me never really gone through something traumatic during that time of my life but I think that I've always uh, used a humor as a mechanism when I have when I'm in a bad space mm. or if in my later years I've gone through shit. Uh, I've always used humor as like sort of my shield or my way to cope. Ah, so you can turn uh, a bad situation into something that you can make fun of. Yeah, like to deal with it. Make me let us laugh about this. Let us uh, joke about it. This is tragic, so it's fucking hilarious as yeah. well. Mm. Life isn't that serious. Like we're all gonna die, and I, I keep coming back to that because that is my biggest fear in life, you know. And and so that's important to uh, for me and how I cope with different situations. And I feel like. Maybe a few situations have led me to to be so afraid of dying, mm. and and uh, in those times, humor is key. And and right now, stand up is helping a lot with that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So mm -hmm. stand up and comedy for you is can be used as a coping mechanism. Yeah, or like humor in itself doesn't have to be on stage, but like yeah. it's a way of getting some thoughts out in different ways. Yeah, and uh, don't don't you think like comedy is a drug? It is, and it heals people. It does. It heals the performer, but also the audience. I think so, because you, if you, you know, when someone come up to you after your show and they're like, "Oh, that's so relatable. I I just did that myself," or "I've gone through the exact same thing," and you're like, "Oh, fuck, that's so amazing to hear," because you know, as humans, uh, also going back to the confirmation thing that. Um, we love to hear that someone has been through the same stuff. Mm. You know, they're like, "Oh, did you feel? Do you feel like that? Oh, I'm so sorry. I, I went through that a few years ago myself." And mm. you're like, "Oh, fuck! I'm not alone in this." Yeah, and that's a great. 
Yeah, it is. It is actually a really special experience when you say something mm -hmm. and then later somebody in the audience member comes up and goes, yeah, you know yeah. that thing? I also experienced that. And That's an amazing feeling. Yeah, yeah, it is. Mm -hmm. Do people come up to you often after shows and say, great job or that, you know, do you get a lot of people coming and... I feel like uh, I do. Yeah. And mostly women, mm. which is uh, nice. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I love that. I love it when people say that they enjoyed yeah. it. You know? Oh, it's so, it warms your heart because you yeah. feel like, oh, they understood what yeah. I was doing up there. Yeah. Yeah. Because you can watch com comedy and you can understand what's been, what's been saying. Uh, <clears throat> oh my God, I just had a stroke. <laughs> <laughs> you can understand what they're saying, but um, it's the understanding in that aspect that it's relatable to the to the audience mm. that's something else i feel like yeah 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 mm -hmm. you know that's one of the things that i think is really good about science fiction yeah you know what i mean because what science fiction can do is that it can create a scenario say mm. for example on another planet in a million years that is relating to something that's happening right now yeah but in a way that doesn't make it super obvious mm -hmm. you know what i mean so you can draw parallels from a story in a different mm -hmm. galaxy to something that's happening yeah. you know in t t 2021 mm -hmm. and then it's just another way where people can relate to things yeah because when you just tell somebody something straight out like this is bad mm -hmm. this is good it's different than when they absorb that information through artistic expression yeah whether it's a film or whether it's a joke yeah so uh, one of the things that like i'm constantly amazed by is the power of a good joke like what kind of impact telling a good joke can have on somebody yeah, that you, you, you might not even be aware of no you know what i mean like i've heard jokes that have like fucking basically changed my life or changed my mm -hmm. view on things yeah and you're just watching it and you go oh yeah mm -hmm. it is like that yeah and especially when people tell jokes that criticize like a mainstream narrative mm -hmm. or that like criticize like a power structure mm -hmm. or something that like is you know like this new thing and you go well mm -hmm. why is it like that oh yeah that's it they're doing yeah. that to control us oh you know shit like and that. that that's what's uh what was cool during uh covid mm. as well because i feel like a lot of people were just following whatever the media said or whatever the, and that's what we were told to do mm. you know and but no one questioned it. And if you question it, you were put in the same category as Charter Svein or Kari Akkison right away. You know, yeah. you're a clown. What what the fuck? Just listen. and Yeah, that was weird, right? Yeah, so it's cool that you can have a, a platform to like challenge the narrative, as you say. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I, I had a couple of I had a couple of COVID jokes when I was yeah yeah I think everybody did, yeah. <laughs> but the COVID thing was pretty weird because there was this mainstream narrative and it was like I remember so many arguments that happened on social media about the vaccine, mm -hmm. like so many people are just like the vaccine, take the vaccine, take the vaccine, yeah. take the vaccine, and even if you wrote like something like I'm a little bit skeptical, I'm just gonna wait and see. Mm -hmm. Are you trying to murder people? Yeah what are you're thinking yeah. you're so selfish yeah like you're I a murderer yeah, exactly you horrible person exactly and it was like, what yeah and i i experienced that myself yeah. because i didn't take the vaccine no. and I, good I, for you yeah right i regret taking it exactly mm -hmm. exactly and so many people said to me that exact thing yeah. they go you're selfish yeah you're stupid you're uninformed yeah you're not thinking about the other people no. in society 
uh, you ha- you should take it. Take yeah. it. People were like pushing me to fucking yeah. take it. And then I realized, oh, you're just pushing me to take it because you're just swallowing the mainstream narrative yeah. without applying any critical thought of your own. Yeah. You're not putting it through a filter of like, no. what does this mean for me? Yeah. And instead of like taking the vaccine, I was like focusing on maintaining a very yeah. high level of health. Yeah. Taking vitamin D, yeah. exercising, and eating right, getting sleep. And you can stay away from your grandmother. You know, exactly. you don't have to go into a elderly and like joke around and you don't have to do that. You can stay away from those people. Yeah. And, uh, but you know what's interesting? Mm-hmm. This is what's interesting. Even the people that were really pushing me to take yeah. the vaccine, now they also say that they regret yeah. taking it. But I understand because I think a lot of people also were pushing other people yeah. because they had taken it themselves and they mm. were afraid of what was going to happen. Yeah. And I feel like the more the merrier, like we all have to do it if I did it. Exactly. Maybe I'm going to get uh, cancer or whatever. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I think that's... Um, that's such a fucked up yeah, attitude that though. that is a weird ass attitude. Isn't it? Like yeah. I took it. So to make me Everyone feel better to. about my decision, yeah. you should also take it. Yeah. You know, one of the reasons I didn't take it because my girlfriend's a nurse. Yeah. And they gave the nurses the first doses of yeah. AstraZeneca. Okay. And then two nurses died. Yeah. yeah. And I was like, oh, shit. Yeah. Two nurses died. And mm-hmm. nurses have a strong sisterhood. Yeah. You know what I mean? They're all in this kind of profession yeah. together and they have a strong bond. Mm-hmm. And then I, I said to my girlfriend, like, fuck, I don't think you should take it, babe. Like, I don't, you know, no. I know only two people died, but like, I, I don't yeah. want you to die. And, no. and her sisters ended up taking it and they felt like shit. Yeah. And then they canceled the AstraZeneca. They're like, oh, no, you're not going to take it. And then I was like, you know what? If the AstraZeneca did this and it killed two people, how do you know what the other one's going to do? Like, there's no fucking data on this shit. It was weird. It was a weird ass time because, yeah, I feel like everyone's more uh, bad sides came out. I think so too. Yeah. You got to really see what people. Yeah. But a lot of the people, I just felt kind of sorry for them. Yeah, I know. But it's it's weird when you start pushing people and you start getting mad because, oh, you got to do this and you got to do that. And then it's like, but the government just said this. Why are you telling me what to do and how to act like this is? And also, I think the media is uh, at fault here for a lot of the um, older uh, stories were like, uh, with uh, the headline shock uh, when Eva 104 uh, yeah. died and it's like is this really a shock like if everyone if everything's death then like of course we're gonna get scared and yeah yeah, yeah this yeah. is not a deadly disease in itself you know it's not like you get it and then you die yeah you have to there have, has to be something else you know exactly yeah uh, but that was like, I can understand the media because I never watched Vega in my oh. life more than the pandemic. Like I was clicking mm-hmm. on that live update thing and how many people that are getting it. That was horrible. It, it was like day. watching a soccer match. Yeah. Like, yeah. How many people got it today? Yeah. How many people are dying? What's going horrible. on? Yeah. I was even checking out this website called Worldometers. Well yeah. And it was just like telling you every day how many people had got it oh. and how many people got it yesterday, yeah. how many people have died in Brazil. And yeah, I mean, I don't know, like, obviously I'm not a fucking vaccine scientist or anything like that. No. But what it did seem like was that like certain people needed to get it and certain people didn't need to get it. Yeah. And like, of course, we're, I don't want people dying and this is horrible and I will do whatever I can to, yeah. Yeah. Not 
be in that situation for people around me. Yeah. But you know what was crazy as well is that everybody ended up getting it. Everyone had it. Whether you had the two shots or one shot or yeah. three shots, like almost everybody got it. Like I it didn't know. stop you from getting it. No, and I I got it right after I took the second dose. Yeah, I hadn't right? had it before that. Yeah. So I was like, okay, thanks a lot. Yeah. You know, a buddy of mine, he took the... I can't remember what dose it was. He took he took maybe the first or the second dose and he got really, really sick yeah. of taking it. And then he actually caught COVID whilst he was really oh, whilst his immune yeah. system was compromised from the from the dose. And then he got long COVID. Oh really? Yeah. And even now I he at the time he was saying, Anya, you should take it. I'm concerned about you. We're the same age. Mm-hmm. You should take it. I got really fucked up from it. You mm-hmm. should take it. Um, but I think like uh he just got the uh worst of both worlds yeah because when he got it he got sick and his immune system was totally compromised and then he just happened to get covid and then when you got it when you were really sick you kind of got fucked up more and they said that like when you took the vaccine they asked you if you had symptoms of covid at the time you Mm. took the vaccine because i don't think that is a good combination Nah, i think it's a terrible combination because they're like breaking it into your body already so you're getting like a second add-on on on top of that yeah right yeah it's just a compounding effect one smack two smacks let's do another one let's Mm. just see how much this body can take yeah yeah no but like it was a real like i i I definitely saw the signs you know i was like i don't trust pharmaceutical companies that much Mm -hmm. i don't like if everybody's saying one thing as a comedian my natural reaction is to try to look for holes in something and there was just so many holes to find yeah it was but also in norway we're lucky because we have this amazing system Mm. with the welfare and everything yeah um but also it's important to even though the government isn't wrong it's important to ask questions Mm. and be critical you know yeah and that's what i felt like was kind of taken away from uh, the society at that time it was like you gotta do this you gotta do this yeah and if you don't you're a fucking asshole and you can go stand in the corner with the other assholes and we're gonna like exclude you from the conversation completely exactly and that's scary to me because that's like uh, the right of speech Mm. you know Mm. that's when this comes in and like the media making it maybe worse than it is and and scaring a lot of people when your job is really to have the government's back you're just gonna let us know what's happening Yeah. yeah yeah it is weird when you're not able to question something like yeah. when they just go, no, 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 shut the fuck up. Yeah. You can't question something. Yeah. But I feel like that's something that's coming, like becoming more and more frequent. Like, you know, what you yeah. see these like people that have a different opinion that yeah. go on tours to colleges in America and they just get shouted down. Yeah. You know what I mean? They're trying to talk and then there's just students shouting every time they say yeah. something. And you can't really get both sides of the picture no. if you're not letting somebody talk. No, and America is like an extreme example because there's so much shit going on all the time. Mm. And But Norway is like, we have this amazing system in so many ways and the freedom of speech is so, uh, it's such a core value of the society that we live in. Mm. So it's weird to see when that is being taken away and when they're, yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, I guess a lot of people were just really scared. I think so, and too. And that's what the media does as well. Yeah. It feeds into people's fears yeah. because they're going to click on things and they're going to make yeah. money. Like there's yeah. an entire industry based on fear mm-hmm. revolving around like journalism. You know, that mm-hmm. idea, like if it bleeds, yeah. it leads. Mm-hmm. It's like, you know what I mean? They're just posting a lot of news that has some yeah. kind of negative, scary story. And for some reason, and I think it might be connected to the, you know, yeah. maybe even like our fascination with uh like serial killer shows yeah the true crime i'm so into that myself <laughs> you're like, into true <laughs> oh my days I, I can talk about this for for days but uh, i feel have you seen like on vega it's always either sex uh, articles mm. like how to make him come 400 times during you know yeah, yeah. <laughs> or like um this is why, yeah, you know. Yeah, I get you. Uh, or the articles is like, this is what you can't eat if you want to live past 40. Or mm. like, uh, like either it's scary or it's sex. And it's always Vega Plus. Yeah. Like it's never. Yeah, that's what they're trying to hook yeah, you with. Because you, you are intrigued, you know. Yeah, when you're you intrigued. See, yeah. Okay, you're into true crime. Yeah. Why do so many women love true crime? And what is the fascination with watching serial killers fucking series and shit? It's so weird yeah. how fascinated you can get and how dragged into it. Mm. And for me, like being so afraid of dying, like this is pretty a weird combination of hobbies. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Even like the, I think it was the Ted Bundy, was it a movie with Zac Efron? Yeah, yeah. And he's just going around murdering women. I know. And then like, that was such a popular show for my I female know. friends. They're like, I have know. you seen it? My, my girlfriend's like, we've got to watch it. I'm like, yeah. shit. We're going to have a girls night. Come yeah, on Yeah, we're going to have a girls night and watch a movie about <laughs> a serial killer who's murdering chicks who look yeah. like us. What the fuck is that? I think it helps that it was Zac Efron in the lead. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it didn't, like, make it worse. No, no, no. He's such a stud. Mm-hmm. Let's just watch this handsome what, bastard. Weren't uh, Ted Bundy as himself also kind of a womanizer back in his day? Yeah. Wasn't that, like, his hook? Yeah, exactly. You couldn't get a fucking ugly fat guy to play Ted no. Bundy if he's just a stud who's charming people and letting them yeah. into their bedrooms. No. Yeah. You gotta have the stars, yeah. the hunks. Yeah, you gotta have the hunks. Yeah. Dude, have you seen Zac Efron now? Yeah, it's, what, what happened? He's so fucking jacked. He's so big. Yeah. Yeah, I think he's playing Hulk Hogan. Oh, yeah. Yeah, in a, a wrestling movie. Yeah, because I, I, th- I thought you were asking about his face because uh, he had an uh, injury, I think. Yeah. So he had yeah, a lot yeah. of surgery done. That's right. Yeah. So he, he, he broke his jaw or yeah, something, something like that. Yeah, yeah shit yeah dude a lot of people are going through some shit with their face remember that justin bieber had that like uh did he have a surgery oh he had that uh yeah. paralyzed yeah, yeah 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 he had to cancel a bunch of shows because he's yeah. like the nerves on the one side of his face didn't work it started drooping what's happening what's happening well it must be in the vaccine yeah that's what i was thinking <laughs> as well. he got the pfizer that's why his face is falling yeah. off Oh, must be that. Yeah. Yeah. You know, another thing that like fascinates me and I don't get it is why women send serial killers love letters. Yeah, what the I, fuck is up with that? I will never understand that. No. I can't speak on behalf of my gender no, on this no, of one course because not. this is then I feel like it's not about being a woman. It's about being mentally disturbed. Yeah. Like, I don't know, know why a woman would be sexually attracted to a serial no, killer. What the fuck? Yeah. Yeah, that's a that's a weird one. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean. I can understand like being attracted to uh, a bad boy, like yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> or a little. What's bit... the attraction to a bad boy? I don't know. It's just something. 
something about the uncertainty. Yeah, okay. Yeah. This motherfucker's gonna take some risks. <laughs> yeah. But there's gotta be a certain degree of badness. Of course. Like maybe he's like, okay, he's a bad boy because he's walking around with a skateboard and yeah. like fucking can't hold down a job. Yeah. But it's, <laughs> I don't know. Maybe that's not Check. attractive. Check. <laughs> <laughs> But what's the what's the degree of a bad boy where yeah. it starts becoming unattractive? Oh. What what crime? Yeah. What crime, you know? What about like stealing a car? Is that still cool? Oh, you know, it depends on it Depends on the car. <laughs> yeah. If it's a fucking electric car, yeah. fuck that. Yeah. But if it's a Corvette, yeah. I mean oh, Yeah. Sign me up. <laughs> we can Bonnie and Clyde. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But I think uh I, I like the look of a bad boy. Yeah. Like yeah, uh, you know tattoos. Some tattoos and, and, yeah. and like you know, we can do some yeah, okay, I'm not getting into <laughs> <laughs> What are you gonna do, Andrea? What are you gonna do with yeah. those tattoos? <laughs> oh my god uh but like a good heart is important but like a bit of a bad boy attitude or like you know i don't know why women like to be treated like shit sometimes mm. i feel like sometimes we we misunderstand being treated badly mm. as um passion yeah okay like oh we have such a passionate relationship no you don't he's just a douche yeah you know yeah, because that's what you hear a lot of time from guys that are single. It's mm -hmm. like, I'm a nice guy. Yeah. And she ended up dating that douchebag. Yeah. Like, he's such an asshole. Yeah, what? and that's the problem. Because, like, I don't understand why I can't fall in love with the good guys yeah. sometimes. Or I have. I have. <laughs> I'm not saying I haven't. But, like, why are we always attracted to something that is a bit out of reach? You know, it's, it's mm. weird. Yeah. I guess there's an element of excitement about the bad boy. Yeah, I think so. Do you know what I mean? If you're like just falling in yeah. love with some accountant who does everything yeah. like, you know, A4. Yeah, we're going to make a budget and get a, yeah. a shared account. Yeah. And we're going to fight. Like, shut the <laughs> and fuck we're gonna up. we're going to eat pizza and watch Beat for Beat. Yeah, you want some dude who's going to like roll the dice. Yeah. A bit of excitement. Like, yeah. where are we going? Babe, yeah. I just booked us tickets to <laughs> Croatia. I don't yeah. know how we're going to pay the rent, but it's going to be awesome. <laughs> That's the dream. <laughs> that's so that's so irresponsible, <laughs> but fun. Yeah. Yeah. You know, you want a life partner that is full of uh, excitement and that always surprises you. You know. Yeah. 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 I Maybe don't know. it's that. Yeah, yeah. I, I think so. I mean, I, at, the, at the end of the day, though, I mean, you, I feel like at a certain point, you gotta like. Calm, like, calm your you gotta tits. calm it the fuck down like, yeah. you know what i mean it's fun if you do some stupid shit like that yeah. but at a certain point you just want a guy that's gonna yeah. like support you through the pregnancy yeah it's not gonna do all that stupid shit whilst 100%. you're 100 percent. yeah and i think that's the most important thing when you like find your partner mm. but you know when you're young and dumb you can dude oh, you make man. some mistakes yeah. along the way and i think that's part of the journey yeah right? it is like I mean, you gotta learn through mistakes and you realize yeah. okay what you want and what you need and what you can't have and you yeah. know you always learn something yeah yeah i feel like i've gotten so much more boring as i've gotten older yeah oh my god but you're still doing so much fun yeah i'm still doing so much fun shit but like i mean i think i'm a pretty boring person do you know what I mean? Like but, I just spend so much time like writing comedy and doing comedy yeah. and then watching jujitsu videos. And yeah. you know what I mean? I'm like, I'm not booking any spontaneous trips to Bali. No, but like <laughs> the definition here. Yeah, <laughs> I got responsibilities. <laughs> yeah, of course you do. But you you can do a, a, as long as you have uh, are having fun. That's the most important thing. Yeah. 
Or maybe your girlfriend also. Yeah. Maybe. Maybe I just gotta spit in her mouth every now and yeah. again. Yeah, <laughs> please. Let her know what's like, up. Like that's the least you can do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Just go home today and just spit in her mouth. <laughs> that's the dream. <laughs> that's the dream. Hey, Andrea, we got some guest questions for you. Oh, really? Yeah, we did. We got a couple sent in. So I'm gonna um I'm gonna I remember a couple of them, but I'll I'll read. Uh... Do I have like uh, one pass? Yeah, 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 yeah. You have one. You have one pass. Uh, mm-hmm. th- th- nothing's too fucking full on. It's uh, w- what are your thoughts on the death of Aaron Carter? <laughs> I'm blank. <laughs> blank. Next, and uh, if you could bring one of them back from the dead, would it be Torov Mostad or Aaron? I don't have uh, any uh, like. Uh, is this something I missed? Have I had this conversation? I don't know. <laughs> I'm not sure. I just uh, got a people sending some shit. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Do you want to pass on that one? Yeah. Fast. Okay. Okay. Cool. Uh, do you find comedy attractive in men? Uh, yes. In some ways, yes. Yep. Or do you mean like on or this this person mean like on stage or? Uh, no, I think they mean, uh, do you like it? Humor? Yeah. If you're looking oh, for yeah. a guy, how important is oh, humor as a quality? The most important thing. Really? Almost, yeah. The most important thing. It's like thing. top three, yeah. Really? Yeah. Okay. Would you take a funny guy over, uh, let's say a funny, unattractive yeah. guy yeah. over an attractive, unfunny guy? Yeah. Really? Yeah. So humor is more important than looks. Every ugly comedian is so happy right now. <laughs> no, but I, I feel like it's you don't have to be like um, super funny all the time. But I feel like the humor between me and the guy has to be like click. We have to be able to banter, and that's super important. Yeah, yeah. you don't have to be like generally funny, like the clown in the room or anything like that. Mm. But like the the banter, mm-hmm. it's super important. Yeah. Yeah, it is, right? Yeah. Yeah. Could you imagine? Like, I've been on dates with chicks yeah. before. I met my beautiful girlfriend. Yeah. And a lot of dates. <laughs> oh, my God. So many. Uh, <laughs> wow. Woo. What a time to be alive. Yeah. Give me a time machine. <laughs> and uh, when I've sat across from a chick on mm-hmm. a date and I just can't get that riffing going. Yeah. You know, you say something. Yeah. You know, like when you're playing volleyball yeah. and you just set it up. And and, oh. and they don't hit it. Yeah. They just like the ball just falls in the sand. Yeah. It's so unattractive. Yeah. Yeah. It's not fun, you know? It's not a good vibes to be around and you don't feel like you can be yourself either. Because mm. sometimes you just want to say stupid shit. Yeah. Because you're thinking it. Yeah. And if someone can like get with the wavelength or like the yeah. Yeah, yeah. The same vibe. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, another question was uh who is your favorite comedian and why? Oh, that's a very hard question. Mm. Um, I am very into uh, Norwegian stand-up. Good. Yeah. So I have a lot of favorites, I feel like. Yeah. You can list a bunch of them then. Who yeah. someone, who, who's like your top five or whatever? Or, or just some, maybe not even top five. Yeah. Who do you really like? I really enjoy uh, watching uh, Flatset, as yeah. I said. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Amazing. Uh, oh, there's so many though. I really enjoy um, uh, watching uh, Jørgen EP and Rasmus Wall. I think mm. they have like this uh, good, charming thing on stage that is funny as well. And yeah, they're doing a show together, right? Yeah, yeah. very, very uh, 
funny guys. Um, oh, so many names in my head right now. It's yeah. hard to like. I like so many people. Yeah. I I love Nora Svensson. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Hilarious. Hilarious. Yeah. I love um, Nora Angeltvei, Mette yeah. Alsta. Yeah. I, I, yeah. Marius Ahmed. Uh, it's so many people. Yeah. Halvar. Do yeah. Ah- Ahmed's coming on the show. Yeah, nice. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's going to... Having a a solo show yeah. as well. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, he's one of my favorite comedians. Yeah, one of my f- hands down favorite comedians. He's uh, very talented. I yeah. went and saw him at the uh, Theo Von show. Yeah. I think it was in like 2020 yeah. or something. And I fucking I was in stitches. Yeah. You know, whenever you know when you have this comedian that yeah. just like fucking like Yeah. And the thing with like I don't even I don't know what it is about Ahmed. I mean, he has amazing jokes, but just him as a person. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah, just the way that he yeah. like his being. Yeah. Like there's just something fucking really yeah. funny about that guy. Yeah. And like just the way he talked. I mean, he could probably read out like a fucking restaurant menu. Yeah. And I would think it would be yeah. funny. <laughs> yeah. You know, sometimes yeah. you just resonate with the yeah. way somebody is. And someone just has those like funny bones. Like it's just yeah. something in you that is just hilarious. Yeah. Yeah. Also saw Snorre. Yeah, oh, he's so good. He's he's gonna take over the world. This is I the feel universe. like universe. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. He's very talented as well. Dude, that motherfucker doesn't yeah. give a fuck. No, and he, I love it. Me too. Yeah. You know, he just seems to be like, this is m- what I'm doing right now. Yeah. I'm gonna go with it. Yeah. And he's so quick to just come up with yeah. new things and just find something funny in the moment. Yeah. Yeah. It's amazing, but it's so many talented. Oh. It's so many people that I enjoy watching. Yeah. I feel like, yeah, I need to, like, have a sit down and think. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. not an easy question. No, it's and really so not. so many, like, uh, from from the group or the time that I started the course, so many, yeah. When did, you, when, when did you start? I started in, I went uh, on the Ardekorkus that was in October 2019, I think. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Good timing. Then, yeah, oh, yeah. perfect. <laughs> Got a few uh, shows in and then the whole world was locked down. Yeah, I think I must have seen you just when you started then because I think yeah. I met you at mid yeah, in we 2020. Went, yeah, Steinhaus Open yeah, Mic. Steinhaus That's when open I saw mic. you the first time, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah and that was just before the shit. That might have been one of the last shows, actually. Yeah, I can't remember exactly been. when it yeah. was, but I mean, they... Yeah, we, mm-hmm. we kept it kind of, we, everybody was there until it was like, you just couldn't yeah. do anything couldn't anymore. Do, yeah. Yeah. But also like, I love your energy these ah, days. Like, thank you. Yeah. yeah. The last few shows that I've seen you. Mm. Yeah. Your energy is starting to like, and it's getting so, I don't know. So, um, smitsom. Yeah. 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 You know? Yeah. Because we did this show, was it at America? Yeah. 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 That was a good one. Yeah. That was a great show. Yeah. And you were killing it yeah that was you know that my yeah may say so yeah yeah thanks yeah because we i think you were on before me yeah i think i was right before you and i i i i'm so thankful i was before you (laughs) 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 yeah you know but that was a i think that was one of those shows where i think they only did it once and it was like just the perfect dynamic you know what I yeah. mean? Like everything was kind of just building up and building up and building yeah. up. And then I think maybe there was the break and then maybe you went on and then maybe I went on and uh, like the crowd was fucking 
also yeah. like yeah. it was just packed it was packed and it was a good venue and it was uh, yeah and a lot of Amer- uh, no english speaking as well yeah because it was like a mix of yeah. norwegian and english yeah which is always fun as yeah well. and, and that's my thing i'm doing like norwegian jokes mm-hmm. and english jokes and i'm like yeah. really really mixing the languages in and that's very impressive as well yeah because, um, thanks yeah yeah i think I- it's hard to speak english just like in the pressure like now yeah i'm overthinking everything i'm gonna say yeah don't do that in english don't have no, it no i'm not gonna do it just open your mouth yeah what's the first <laughs> word that comes into your mouth right now <laughs> fuck <laughs> <laughs> perfect yeah oh shit okay there's a uh, hold on i think we got another question okay. uh this was uh uh yeah it was um uh, what's it like being the daughter of the godfather of stand-up in Norway? Oh, yeah. Um, you know, it's... Uh, on a personal level, it's, of course... He's an amazing dad mm. and a great friend. Yeah. Uh, on, like, the comedy aspect of it, it's more... I respect him so much as a comedian. I respect everything that he has built and everything that he's done for so many comedians. Um, I disagree with some things that he says and does, of course, uh, uh, on that level. Uh, but uh, yeah, I respect him so much as a comedian. So, And of course, maybe I, I get a few more gigs here and there because of it. Maybe. I don't know. Mm. But um, yeah, I'm going to take... <laughs> Take what you can Take get. Take what I can get. Yeah, because that was the follow-up question. Yeah. Does being uh, the daughter of Yoni um, get you into places that other comedians don't have the same access to just because of who your yeah. dad is? That's something that I have been very insecure about, like going into this community. Mm. Uh, I was uh, I was scared that people were going to look at me differently because of that. Because like, oh... And even if I got a spot that people was going to be like, oh, it's just because he's her father. Mm. But uh, so maybe and sometimes I've uh, gotten gigs from RDK where I'm like, oh, no, it's okay. Give it to someone else because I don't want them to look at me that way. Mm. Um, I don't think I get more. Maybe I get a few more gigs. I don't know. but uh, I don't think it changes that much, no. No. Do you feel like you're living in the shadow of your dad or anything like that? Do you have more to prove that way then? Maybe. Like, I don't know which way it goes because I'm concerned on both sides uh, of that aspect. Um, but I think that if I'm just being myself and I have the regular conversations I would have with any person, like, you know, if your dad was a comedian, would it affect your day-to-day like he's not coming with me to every gig i do like not at all Mm. Uh, we don't write that much together we i don't feel like i have um oh it's a hard question to answer it's a good question yeah it's a good question yeah because i don't want people to look at me differently and i don't want to be andrea ko no um i want to be like myself in all of this yeah but I respect his art form and what he does. So it's an honor as well. You know, it's, yeah. Yeah. My understanding of that question yeah. is that uh, even if you are the daughter mm-hmm. of the godfather of Norwegian mm-hmm. comedy, mm-hmm. you're not going up on stage with him. No. You're 
standing up on that stage yeah. by yourself telling yeah. your own jokes mm -hmm. and if you weren't good enough to be at the level that you're at you wouldn't be there no and maybe you could get a few rdk gigs if you sucked or whatever yeah. but you're not going to get booked at places no people aren't going to go oh we're just going to give her a spot no. at fucking klubfeld at near because of who her dad is no 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 like you can only get there yeah if you're putting in the work yeah. and you're grinding and mm -hmm. you're really 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 fucking good yeah yeah so i don't Thank think you. oh you know no problem no problem and i can say that yeah. as somebody who's seen you perform yeah for the you know i guess the, at least the last two and a half years yeah and uh like and and as a comedian myself it wouldn't matter yeah like who like no. you're the only one that's telling the jokes like, i know yeah is the crowd laughing yeah yeah are they does, does the crowd know who your dad is no. they don't have a fucking <laughs> no, no. clue of they don't have a fucking not. clue yeah. yeah no i yeah and that's true um i just think it was uh, it's more the concern of the community like how they watch me mm. like yeah do they treat me differently or because or uh, can't be themselves around me or you know because of who he is yeah but it's not like i'm gonna uh, if someone says something about him or the way that he he does things or runs rdk or whatever i'm not gonna getting involved in that and yeah the, the cameras just died everybody so yeah. i don't know what we what, <laughs> what we, we missed what, what we missed or <laughs> no. uh, but i think we should probably just wrap it up anyway yeah. because uh, yeah. that other camera is going to turn into a pumpkin but you were just saying like it was a really good experience like uh going on tour with your dad and getting to experience things yeah together. And it's, it's a good thing for like a father da uh, just family uh, bonding and you know we get to do these untraditional things together that is amazing yeah 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 and we had this show in uh, this summer we do a show in Shilsun, mm. uh, but we also had one at Sanya where we did uh, me and my dad and uh, Nora Angeltweit and her dad. Oh, wow. And I, I don't know if that's ever been done in comedy. Shit. That's so a cool that show. Was, that was really fun, yeah. And a good experience. Very good experience. On yeah. and off the stage. Yeah, huh. both. Yeah. Nice one. Yeah. Well, I'm going to say thank you so much for being a guest thank on the you podcast. Thank for having me. Yeah, did you, have, yeah. did you have fun? I had a lot of fun, yeah. Oh, that's good. Yeah. yeah. Well, I really enjoyed talking to you. You too. And I'm a, I'm a big Andrea Loveland fan. Oh, I'm a big uh, Inya James fan. Oh, that's <laughs> nice to hear. That's yeah. good. And uh, I look forward to performing with you again and yeah. seeing you perform uh, sometime soon. Me too. All right. Thanks for coming. Thank you. Okay. Bye, everybody. Bye. Mwah.